Norwich and 94.5 W233-DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. Several days after launching from the Kennedy Space Center, NASA's Orion spacecraft has arrived at the moon. NASA's spacecraft is making its closest approach to the moon, sweeping just 130 kilometers above the lunar surface. It's flying above the landing sites of Apollo 11, 12 and 14 before a burn of its engines sets it on a much larger orbit. The capsule is out of contact with mission control during this manoeuvre because it's taking place around the far side of the moon. NASA will be waiting for data and images to be beamed back once a signal returns again. No astronauts are inside the spacecraft this time. Instead, mannequins covered in sensors will reveal what the experience is like. The next step is to get people on board. The BBC's Rebecca Morell reporting. Investigators in Colorado Springs are still trying to determine a motive in the weekend mass shooting at a nightclub that left five people dead and many wounded. Sabrina Aston's 28-year-old son Daniel was among those killed. It's just a nightmare that you can't wake up from. And um, I keep thinking it's, you know, it's just it's a mistake. They've made a mistake and, and that he's really alive. The alleged shooter, a 22-year-old man, was taken into custody. At least 56 people are dead after an earthquake hit Indonesia's main island of Java. Authorities say about 700 others were injured in the quake, which damaged dozens of buildings. Former Disney CEO Bob Iger is the current CEO once again. The company rehired Iger after shares of Disney dropped 40% this year. Disney stock jumped almost 9% before the opening bell this morning on news of Iger's return. Right now, the Dow is up. 32 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code S-A-L-E-M. Use code SALEM for an extra $0.25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Potential GOP presidential candidates gathered at a conference over the weekend. No fewer than 10 major Republican White House prospects stepped onto the ballroom stage this weekend in Las Vegas. Within many speeches, a sense of defiance rarely seen since former President Donald Trump took control of the party six years ago. Their central message, this is the moment for the party to move beyond Mr. Trump. However, as Trump's rivals grow more confident, many party officials say the crowded 2024 class may already be laying the groundwork to recreate Trump's success in 2016. Jason Walker reporting. World Cup players have dropped plans to wear armbands protesting Qatar's human rights record. FIFA threatened on-field punishment for players with armbands in support of the One Love 
campaign. News and analysis at townhall.com. Germany's defense minister says the country has offered Eurofighters and Patriot defense systems to Poland to help defend its airspace. Christine Lambrecht says, quote, We have to position ourselves in the alliance even better in terms of air defense. And that goes particularly for Poland, Slovakia, and the Baltic countries. Lambrecht says Germany is present with these air defense weapons in Slovakia already and wants to extend that through 2023 or even beyond. Poland's defense minister said he received Germany's offer of additional Patriot missiles, quote, with satisfaction, and will have them deployed close to the border with Ukraine. Jeremy House reporting. More unrest overseas. Suspected Kurdish militants in Syria fired rockets across the border into Turkey today, and that action killed at least two people and wounded ten others. I'm Greg Clugston. More on these stories at townhall.com. Good morning. I'm Shelley Martinez in for Marty Hausberger. Your Channel 3 early warning forecast for this Monday. Sunny, breezy, high 42. Tonight, clear and cold, low 26. Tomorrow, sunny, high 48. On Wednesday, partly to mostly sunny, mild, high 52. And on Thanksgiving Day, partly sunny, high 51. Parts of New York finally caught a break on Sunday after a storm spent days dumping a potentially record-setting amount of snow on cities and towns east of Lake Erie and Lake Ontario. Many businesses in the hardest-hit areas remained closed, but highways remained open and travel bans in many areas were lifted. Through bands of lake-affected snow were expected to bring another two feet by this morning in some parts of the state that were largely spared in earlier rounds. AAA reports that 54.6 million people are expected to travel for Thanksgiving. That's up from 1.5 from last year. The New York Post says that Joe Biden will pardon two turkeys from North Carolina today. The birds will not be served on Thanksgiving and instead will head to North Carolina State University where they will be cared for. USA Today says that Mariah Carey is going to perform during the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. She posted, My childhood dream is coming to life. I'm going to be opening for the one and only Santa Claus at this year's Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. Tune in on Thanksgiving Day on NBC. Christmas tree prices are 10 to 12 percent higher this year from last year due to poor crops in 2017. Increased labor and fuel prices are responsible for the jump in prices. Many consumer reports see thinner trees, while some are opting for tabletop trees, which are although shorter, look fuller and are easier to decorate and take down. And this is Shelley Martinez in for Marty Hausberger. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. So here we are, Thanksgiving week. I'll try not to be a turkey. Welcome. Start off with an open topic. I do have a little interview after 11 o'clock around 1120 because it's Lung Cancer Awareness Month. So we should give you a few tips to look out for your health and uh, tell you how to catch any problem early and that certainly gives you a better chance to have survival from that. But uh, this hour completely open and you're welcome to call in at 889-5252 if you're new to the program. All opinions are welcome, even mine. So you don't have to agree with me or any of the callers. Just 
speak your piece here because we still have free speech in America. Knock on wood. Okay. Congratulations to the two turkeys that have been pardoned uh, with chocolate and chip are their names. Chocolate and chip. Do you realize if you're a turkey being pardoned on Thanksgiving, one of two turkeys, just like hitting the Powerball. It's amazing. So they will go on to become someone's pets. God bless them. Welcome to the program. Hi. Vixen. Vixen. All right. Let's see. On Vixen. Sorry. <laughs> How you doing, Stu? Pretty good. No trees yet. Yep. No trees yet. Okay. I thought maybe we'd have a shortage on the trees this year, too. I'm not sure of that. I don't think so. Not yet. All right, Stu. Goodbye. Adios. Vita saying Nancy Pelosi. Yes, this is it, the swan song for Nancy. And don't let the door hit you in the you-know-what on the way out. A lot of people are very sad about Nancy leaving. She had a tearjerker uh, farewell. and. Uh, well, I'm one of them that wasn't. You weren't sad about it, okay. No. Mm-hmm. No. So, anyways, I, I, I called you a couple of weeks after the election. Uh, we talked a little bit about that uh, John Fetterman getting in. Yes. I told you I was going to go down to PA. I was heading down to PA, and I was going to get to the bottom of it. Okay, did you? I think I did. Early mail-in voting. Well, I'm sure that had something to do with it. But, of it course... to the people that I talked to, and there was a few of them that I asked mm-hmm. randomly. That's what they felt, the early mail-in voting got him over the top. Yeah, but early voting could have got uh, Oz over the top, too, right? Didn't mean they're going to vote for him. Well, you know, you can take a few extra ballots and put it in that pile over there. Who's going to know the difference? Well, we're never going to prove that, so... um, But again, right, we'll never know. It's very sad. Yes, go ahead. A couple of other interesting facts about uh, Mr. Fetterman. Uh, I, I, his, evidently, his parents were uh, were wealthy people, and uh, according to these people that I was talking to, they bought him that uh, uh, mayorship in uh, Braddock, PA. Yeah, he's, he has a pretty shady past, uh, but how many people really investigate it? And they bought and they bought him a nice, beautiful mansion. Mm-hmm. And I guess the lieutenant governor has the choice of living in uh, a house that the state of PA um, provides for him. But uh, the house that his parents bought him was in much better shape than the house he was going to live in. Well, he's we got him what six years? Yes, we have. And of course, we don't live in PA, but you know he's going to have that chance to vote in the Senate. So. I just kind of thought that was a little interesting about him. Well, it's very frustrating, particularly now there's going to be probably more people pouring over the border now that they closed that uh, law that they had. Was and then now that we've got a, 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 um, the Congress is uh, uh, leaning towards the Republicans, uh, maybe we'll start doing a little more investigating on uh, Hunter Biden and all these other uh, cronies in Washington, D.C. Well... I'm sure there's going to be a lot more investigations because we have a little more clout, or they have a little more clout uh, in Congress. So Right. All right. Well, I just figured I'd call and uh, chime in. All right. And chiming in. Enjoy chiming the Chiming in. So, all right. You have yourself a good day now. You too. Thanks.
Well, we're off to a running start here. What a cold morning, huh? 22 degrees this morning. Boy, this global cooling is really getting to me. I don't know about you, but we'll get used to it. 8895252. I went to the doctor. He said, you just got to wait it out with this allergy thing. So, gave me some stuff. We'll see what happens. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. What did the turkey say to the hunter? What did the turkey say to the hunter? Quack, quack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cute. All right, one more. One cute, all right. One more. How did the turkey get home from Thanksgiving dinner? How did the turkey get home from Thanksgiving dinner? All right, I'm ready. The gravy train. Oh, the gravy train. That's all. Well, you're getting us warmed up. That's good. Goodbye. Thank you. Turkey jokes are welcome this week. I'm not sure of other weeks, but they're welcome this week. Turkey jokes. 889-5252 is our number. It's pretty cold out there this morning. You better bundle up. Sunny skies today and breezy conditions. Temperatures in the low 40s. Tonight, mostly clear and cold. Overnight, low 26. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. Temperatures 48 inland, 50 for the shoreline, so a little bit of moderation. And then Wednesday, mostly to partly sunny. Milder highs in the low 50s. Thursday for Thanksgiving, partly sunny. Highs in the low 50s. And then for Black Friday, increasing cloudiness. Rain becoming likely during the day. Temperatures will be in the low to mid 50s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist. Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Monday. Me too. Currently, it's 31 degrees. Moving up. It's that time of year again. The flu season is approaching. This year, health experts are predicting a bad flu season starting earlier than usual. The addition of another respiratory illness on top of COVID-19 could overburden the healthcare system and increase the risk of catching both diseases at once. This year, more than ever before, it is important for all of us to get our flu vaccine and our COVID-19 vaccine and or boosters. We need to protect ourselves and the ones we love. Remember, flu spreads mainly from person to person through coughing or sneezing. People can also get infected by touching something with flu virus on it and then touching their mouths or noses. Most people with the flu have mild symptoms, but pregnant women, young children, the elderly, and people with illnesses like asthma, diabetes, or heart disease are more likely to suffer from serious complications. Protect yourself, your family, and your community from the flu and COVID-19. Contact your primary care provider to get vaccinated this season. And remember, cover your coughs and sneezes, wash your hands often, and if you're sick, stay home. This message is brought to you by Generations Family Health Center. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound. Loose puck. Score! Win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot! Score! Empty netter! Closes the door! Huskies will win it! Catch all the action all season long on your home for UConn hockey. Catch many of the UConn Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. Sorry to hear about the passing of Jim Bohannon. I think many years ago he was on our station. Great radio talk show host. Very fair. Welcome to the program. Well, 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 it's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to have you on the show. (laughs) Hey, buddy. How you doing, Stewie? Pretty good. So, uh, yeah, I can't think of any uh, Thanksgiving jokes. Those were cute, the ones that the yeah, they were cute. lady called she in. She got on the gravy train. I know train. there are some, but I, I just can't think of any well, you later will. in the week. But you said we'd be talking about Thanksgiving this week, and I'm going to hold you to it. Yeah, sure, we can do that. 
there you go. I'm kind of curious. Um, somebody at my church yesterday, we got talking about Thanksgiving dinner and cranberry sauce and different things, and I wish I could remember what the lady had said. She did something... Um, they tried a number of years ago. They liked it. They they do it now, and it had to do with Brussels sprouts, and I can't remember what it was. Now, I happen to like Brussels sprouts. I realize not everybody does, but does anybody out there know of something you do with Brussels sprouts to go with your turkey dinner? I can't remember if it was uh, something having to do with uh, cranberry sauce or if it was something else, but if anybody has any neat ideas for Brussels sprouts on your Thanksgiving dinner plate. Yes. Uh, maybe we have some listeners from Brussels they can call. Well, or there may be some sprouts listening. Any of the young audience. There's a, uh, if you're not in the school, maybe you should be. There's a lot but, of uh, different things you can do with Brussels, uh, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> What's that? Never mind. you got to turn your volume up, boy. No, I was messing up Brussels sprouts. I, oh, I do that all the time. It sounds like Buster Crab. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got planned? I'm uh, going to go over my sons. This should be a nice uh, knock on wood, a nice turnout. And mm-hmm. um, well, I you, hope your son's there. Yeah, no, I, we invited him. <laughs> it's his house. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, if you want to come home for Thanksgiving, it's your home. And the grandkids will be there, and uh, people are bringing food, but uh, mostly we'll be bringing uh, ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I found myself thinking this morning about our uh, military folks who are deployed and serving around the world. And Sure. Uh, I pray that they have a happy, warm, and safe Thanksgiving. And, uh, definitely could be part of our giving thanks. Thanks to them. Oh, gosh, yes, absolutely, and thanks to uh, everybody who helps to make it a better world. We hear too much about the folks that want to tear the world down, but there are a lot of people building it up, and that's what we need right now. Yeah, there's a lot of great folks, and you and I know them. That's right, and building a, we're building a better world out of Brussels sprouts might be one way to do that. I'm not sure. Well, who Just would have thought at this point. that Brussels sprouts could be the key to world peace? You know, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. I wonder if Putin likes Brussels sprouts. Well, first of all, he did have somebody taste them before he tried them. <laughs> but uh, if he knows what's good for him. Oops, that slipped. <laughs> but if he um, does like them, maybe he'll be in a good mood. Well, you never know. Mm. You know. So that's uh, that's my big controversial topic for the day. I know we're trying to keep it light, but I had to bring up something controversial: Brussels sprouts. Can keep it light about eating heavy. You got that right. I get to put on more weight this week. Hoo-ah! All right, go for <laughs> it. All right, Kev, I thank you. I got to the grocery store in about forty-five minutes, so oh, I'll really? talk to you later. So you're picking up a turkey? I'm going to probably see if they still have those frozen turkeys that everybody was talking about. They're expensive. Course, They're somebody expensive. Somebody mentioned it on your show. They're probably all gone by now. It's, but mm-hmm. yeah, maybe I'll just maybe I'll just make meatloaf. <laughs> All right, meatloaf is With good, Brussels too. Sprouts. I'm going to save money this Thanksgiving. I'm getting a one-pound turkey. If you can find one that small. You know, they have those, the chickens, you have the rock, the Cornish game hens that are so small. Oh, yeah, that's right. How come right. they don't have Cornish game turkeys? I don't know. 
But yeah. you know you know about chocolate and chip, don't you? The two turkeys that are pardoned. Yes, I just heard about that. I was glad to hear their names. I, I read the news story last mm-hmm. night, but it didn't give the names. So you obviously have a better source than I do. I know that last year's, well, they, what was it? They pardoned one or two turkeys, because last year's turkey's name was peanut butter. And why do they have to pardon two? How come one isn't good enough, or is it a... Is it a boy and a girl? Is that how it works? I don't know. That's uh, that's interesting. I, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Wasn't it usually one? Well, now it's two. It's I two. thought so. And uh, I also was reading that um, some people think that that tradition started with uh, George H.W. Bush. And I disagree. I think it was going on long before that. Well, the White House Historical Society says they, they have evidence that it may go back as far as Abraham Lincoln that he may have pardoned a turkey or two or three. Well, he was a nice man, I'm sure. He, he was might a have, nice man, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pardon the turkey. Emancipation of the turkeys and all that. I don't know if we ate turkeys in those days. Maybe we had ham. He could pardon a couple of pigs. <laughs> hmm? Or meatloafs. Or Brussels sprouts. Meatloafs. Brussels sprouts. I want you... Uh, are you on here Thursday or not? No. No. All right. Wednesday, during the 1 o'clock hour, I want you to pardon the Brussels sprouts. Okay, I hope we get an answer to your question before that. Yeah, I'd be curious. Yeah, we may not. But if anybody has a good recipe for Brussels sprouts at Thanksgiving dinner, that is the question of the day. All right. And it can be Republican or Democrat. I don't care. You don't care. Independent, doesn't matter. <laughs> Have fun at the supermarket. I plan on I'll say hi to Marty for you. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Marty's the robot there, by the way. He's, uh, his name is Marty. And he just roams around in case somebody spills something. The robot, I don't know, makes some noises and then they come and clean it up so people won't fall on something and then they'll have a lawsuit. And you know how that works. So that's why they have Marty the Robot. Do you have old film or slides that you would like to be digitized? Charter Oak Scanning in Stonington transfers videotapes, audio tapes, film, reel-to-reel, negatives, slides, and they even offer restoration of old photo prints. Charter Oak Scanning is a local company. They just celebrated their 10th anniversary. All of the work is done on location, so no worries about mailing your precious items. Your items will be ready in just a few weeks. Give the gift of precious memories. Ask them about their delivery service. Charter Oak scanning in the Velvet Mill, Stonington. What a snowstorm in Buffalo, huh? New York, upper New York. Seven feet? Are you kidding me? Did I hear that correctly? Good grief. Good old-fashioned winter up there. Maybe we don't... Now could we use a little global warming? This morning at 22 degrees when I went out to the car, put the key in the ignition and it said, "Uh uh-uh. (laughs) <laughs> Haven't that heard that noise in a long time, but son of a gun, if it didn't start. But I had to do a little work on that. See, the cars are not ready for this because it's not officially winter. So you just relax, give the car a little pat on the hood, and hope for the best. At Heights Home and Farm, we're proud of our exceptional customer service and locally tailored selection of lawn and garden, farm, feed, and pet supplies. We offer the kind of service that everyone deserves. The kind of service where we help you find what you need, check you out, carry the heavy stuff to your car, and you never have to pay for a shopping bag. If you have any questions, we'll get you the answers. That is what we're here for. Heights Home and Farm, we're Route 2 and 395 Cross in Norwich, helping you care for the plants and pets you love. 
Cutting your own Christmas tree is a great tradition that builds memories for the whole family. Start your family's tradition at Gear Tree Farm in Griswold. With over 100 beautiful acres of award-winning trees, you'll find the perfect one for you. The Gear family works hard all year round on their manicured fields and gravel roads to provide easy access and ensure the perfect tree cutting experience that the whole family will enjoy. Gear Tree Farm is open from 8 to 4, starting the day after Thanksgiving. The Gear family business was founded more than 60 years ago by Dave, passed to sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third-generation Bo. Together, they ensure your Christmas tree cutting experience is the best around. Gear Tree Farm is located at 141 Norman Road. And for your convenience, Gear Tree Farm also has fresh pre-cut trees just a mile away on Route 138. Remember, for your perfect Christmas tree, you've got to go to Gear's. So many people want to run for president in the Republican side, huh? It's amazing. Why would anybody want to be president? Good grief. We get aggravated if our checkbook doesn't uh, balance. How'd you like that responsibility, huh? Nikki Haley, um, Mike Pence, obviously, are interested in it. The governor of uh, Florida, obviously. And, of course, uh, Donald Trump. Just amazing how many people would like to be president. Somebody's got to do it, right? And we hope they do it right. So it's going to look like there's going to be another repeat of 2016 when everybody's going to be uh, interviewed and debating. And you're on the air. Welcome. Morning, Mr. Stowe. Hi, Larry. Hope you had a nice weekend. It was pretty good. How's your, uh, you doing all right? Yeah, a little pain. Not, not I can take the light pain. Okay. So they put me on different stuff uh, again. Mm-hmm. I can't get into the rheumatoid arthritis place until uh, February 24th. So does it make you a little dizzy, that stuff, or is it, you know? No. Good. No. Mm-hmm. No, I've always tolerated medication pretty good. Well, that's a break. Yep. Even all my injections when I get my vaccines and stuff, like the flu or the mm-hmm. shingles and all that stuff, I, I I never had a problem with any of them. Well, I'm going to get that uh, COVID shot pretty soon. Uh, the new one, the the latest. Yeah, I'm going to get the the one too. I got all the. I'm all up to date with everything except the last uh, shot there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, um, so the idiot, he, he he's uh. He's all right. He's, he's he loves being the president. He, he's at his Delaware beach house three quarters of of the time. He's uh, wears his uh, fancy sunglasses all around like he's at the beach. Never you never see him with a book in his hand like uh, some papers or an envelope or anything. It's just he, he makes everybody else do it. So I think he's got a pretty good gig. He gets to travel all over the world. And now he's promising the poor people in the poor worlds we're going to pay for their climate change as well as ours. Mm-hmm. You saw that, right, the latest? Oh, yeah. You know where that money's going to wind up, right, with the blank checks going to them for climate change? Well, it'll be... You know uh, where that's going to go, right? Yeah, it'd be a miracle if it goes where it's supposed to, of course. Yeah, they're going to spend it on climate change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and there's uh, what, this, uh, this death uh, regarding these uh, four, uh, four kids... I wish they'd get their act together. Uh, I know it's a small police department in a small state, and they probably don't deal with homicides like this too often, but 
to say the things that they're saying on TV and they have these bloviators come on and say the things like one of the statements they keep saying, uh, including the uh, person who did the autopsy, they claim that people were, uh, the, the, the four of them were sleeping, and as soon as that comes out of the mouth that they were sleeping, they turn around and say that they, it appears that they were uh, fighting. Well, that now they, they say they, that they one were, of them. In other yeah. words, there were defense wounds on, on the yeah. body showing mm-hmm. that they were fighting uh, with, with the suspect. So how can you be sleeping, and then the next sentence comes out of your mouth is you're fighting with them uh, to try to survive? You know how it goes. There's so much speculation when they first hear about it, and well, this is this is the police that are talking like this. Yep, mm-hmm. and the big shots. You, you, you know, uh, you got the people all up in arms because they won't tell them the truth uh, on uh, on uh, what they know or what they don't know. I tell you, they screwed up this investigation from 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 the get go. But don't opinion. don't you think, no. Larry? It can be advantageous when they hold some things back if they have a somebody that's a possible suspect and they don't want to blow their cover? Well, it depends on how you do it. Mm-hmm. You can tell the public that you, you have certain things that might make the public feel more at ease um, on, on on what, who, who you know what I'm saying? Uh, then they call it a manhunt. It's not a manhunt. How do you know it was a man that did the crime? Could have yeah, been a woman. Just an expression, you know that. Yeah, well, to... These are things that should not be done, though. These are professional people. And I'll tell you right now, this person or persons who did this, they they definitely knew these four kids. They didn't go in the house at 3 o'clock in the morning thinking that they, um, they were home all night. Somehow they knew that they had just gotten home an hour earlier uh, at, at 2 a.m., so that's why they committed the crime at 3 o'clock in the morning. They definitely knew these these four kids. I would say that... They probably went to the same school as them, not necessarily a student, but they were probably like uh, uh, worked on the campus, uh, maybe as a teacher or a janitor or some other occupation. Uh, but this is somebody close by, too, that, that lives right, right in the area that did this. Well, first of all, and they're probably doing it, but I didn't hear anybody talk about it, the... the uh place they were in um, should have video cameras and they should be going through all that to oh, see Apparently if... there was no video cameras. No video cameras. The other okay. thing that's very suspicious is uh, oh, now they claim that the crime occurred on the second and third floors. The other two people who weren't uh, touched were on the first floor sleeping. Hmm. So this is just very funny to me that the, the suspects would, would leave the first floor just bypass those two and just go directly up to the second and third floor to kill the four victims. This is, uh, and then the person who called 911 nine hours afterwards, after this crime occurred, was, wasn't even a person that was um, uh, uh, living there. This was somebody else that was there with the other two. So there's a lot of weird stuff that's going on with this that uh, the, the police should uh, at least give some more uh, information to the public to make them feel a little better. Well, they certainly hope to God that they can come up with something because uh, there now is possibility of DNA in the uh, fingernails that could have been from the uh, assailant or assailant, and uh, they can do some matching there. Yeah. Tough story, tough weekend. It goes to show you, though, it's a very small department, and they, they don't deal with this kind of stuff. And... Uh, 
they could have contaminated the scene from the get-go, from the time they arrived on the mm-hmm. scene before the state police and the FBI were called in. Uh, what a weekend. Sure some of that took what a, place. What a weekend, and then we had the shooting at the, the club, and I think it was Colorado. Terrible weekend. Well, you, we, that's the other thing. You got a, you got a, a gay club, and they get, apparently they were putting on a, uh, one of those drag shows. I, I didn't say anything about children being there for, the, for that. Uh, I don't care what they do with the adults. They can do whatever they want with their lives. But you think a club like that, and this guy, here's another red tape that was uh, just going right through. This guy was just uh, arrested for a bomb threat and uh, all kinds of other stuff less than 12 months ago. Yeah, they always have he, some he, kind of clue, don't they? Yeah, and he was let let free uh, on the uh, on the street to to commit this mm-hmm. uh, crime. But they used they show how come where was the security or the police that they should have at this club, thinking that maybe you're going to have people who hate these people well, for yeah. what they do. Or they should they have. Uh, I think they should have security at every club that has big crowds like that. Certainly. Yeah, these people can't go out and. Uh, and enjoy themselves for one night for what they think and what they believe and, and what they want to uh, uh, do. And it was a club specifically uh, uh, for for those shows, for the drag shows, and for the um, you know for transgender people. It was specifically for that, so they could have a place to go and enjoy themselves. Well, obviously, and then this the- turns around and does. Uh, they got to have good security at these places, so. There's oh. nutcases all over the place out there. You know, you know that already, I mean, right? This, this is a 22-year-old monster who ru- killed five people and ruined his own life for what? And they call it a hate. Of course, it's a hate crime. Anytime you go yeah. and shoot people, it's a hate crime. But well, obviously, that's not too hard to figure out. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you later. See you so. later. Bye-bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Sue. Hi there. You know the this uh, case with the for students. Uh, I read in the paper that they had to, whoever went and did this, uh, had to have a card or a key or some some uh, thing to let them in. So they either had it or somebody in there let them in. Well, these were uh, sliding doors and uh Think about it when you're in a you, when you're home alone. You check all the doors, but there were like six people living there, so it's pretty. You feel pretty confident that somebody just could have left the sliding door open. I didn't know they had sliding doors. Yeah, yeah. It's for the last thing I heard is it could possibly have just been left open, but we don't know. Or it was somebody that actually knew somebody there, and yeah, there's no forced uh, look. It doesn't look like any forced entry. No, it, it, it's a terrible, terrible thing. If if I had uh, um, a kid in college right now, I really would be uh, upset over this uh, to have them live it live there. It's terrible what's happening. Well, it also could be some somebody that went berserk over a relationship and was after uh, one person and the others were there. I mean, just so many possibilities. I know it. I know. I know. That's it, it, it's a it's a, a big problem for the police there. Mm-hmm. That they have to try and figure this crazy killing out. Well, this guy uh, was had some bomb threats, but I guess they lost track of him. 
Wow. Not not the guy and the other guy in the other club. I'm getting my two uh, things uh-huh. mixed up. The one in uh, Colorado. Well, listen. Yeah. Um, let's hope we get some good news today on that. Yeah, and you know the police have have a real tough job. They really do, and 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 people don't give them enough credit. Well, they should. I don't think they do. They haven't learned by now. They never will. I, I, you know, it's all all we have to rely on, and and I, I think it's the way they they talk about them. You know, it's it's terrible. Well, there's no cure for stupidity, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, thanks. We'll talk more on Thanksgiving with you. Thank you. Oh, okay. Yes, I will. Okay, yeah. it's 24 minutes before 11 at WICH. The other one they call a hate crime. Now, my, wouldn't you give that guy a capital punishment in both of those cases? We're assuming it's a guy. Welcome to the program. You're on Hi. the air. Hi, Stu. Hi there. I got one for Patty. Uh, she she reads People magazine. I'm pretty sure I've heard her say that. Um, she needs to get the one showcasing Biden's granddaughter getting married at the White House. Yeah, the wedding. I just you know they didn't have they didn't film inside, but they took pictures outside. Mm-hmm. Well, I get information on that. Um, <clears throat> Chris Plant said it this morning um, because he lives right there in D.C. Okay. So I, I always get uh, info. Well, he said, here's some info for you. The granddaughter has been living on the third floor of the White House the whole time. Okay. And now the husband is going to be there, too. The husband worked for Obama as an intern, worked for Hillary Clinton on her campaign as an intern, and um, <clears throat> apparently um, they're going to live in the... Uh, uh, a level over the president's living uh, area in the area where uh, President Obama's mother-in-law lived. They're, they're living there, but she's been there the whole time. And he said the Clintons did not go to the wedding and the Obamas did not go to the wedding. So that's a little, little trivia, but I guess you can find out more about it in People magazine. Well, I guess they lo- they low-keyed the wedding. They didn't want it to be one of these extraordinary gatherings, you know, the biggies. So they didn't want to do that. Yeah, and that FTX garbage going on, you know, um, it infiltrated millions, went into the coffers of de- Democrats that were running, and they said Fetterman got some, too. And it really makes me wonder. <clears throat> this really? is just off the wall. Mm-hmm. Did um, did the governor invest in FTX? I don't know. How do you get fifty four million? I mean, and all of a sudden, all that money is just gone. It says the guy's only worth one dollar. And I've been on the phone this morning, um, looking, um, trying to. I thought it was a scam. Because my husband was getting a phone call. Oh, you have to pay your dues uh, for the American Legion. And, and I got the number and the name and everything, and I called the national headquarters, and they said, you're already paid up. 
you're paid up until December 20, uh, 20, uh, yeah, 2023. Well, you, know, you know, 90% of those are scams. You know yeah, that. Yeah, and it really irked me. So I've been calling around this morning and also calling around because Thanksgiving is coming up. And I wanted, I had an uh, old, it was in the 2000s. I had a pamphlet. You know, of travel to Plymouth, you know, but all the numbers are changed. And even the name, it is now called Plymouth Patuxent Museum. It's not called Plymouth Plantation anymore. I was oh, just yeah, curious they, if they were going to do no, they, uh, and things like that. There's been a problem with the, the word plantation, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, well, yeah, whatever. You know, they ought to get over it. I mean, really. These are just words. That's what they used. I mean, it wasn't a slave plantation when Rhode Island or Massachusetts or anything was Yeah, formed. I mean, it's a plantation that obviously doesn't have slaves. They, I no. mean, it's... Well, and I, I have a question for um, our two, um, <clears throat> quote, uh, tribal casinos. Are they serving Thanksgiving dinner? Because according to... Yesterday's big article in the newspaper, Native Americans, for them, it's a day of mourning. Well, I wonder if these two tribes are going to make money off of it. Just wondering. Okay, that's an interesting thing I'd like to know, but I, I'm pretty sure they're going to have Thanksgiving dinners, but that's I an know. interesting I observation. Mean, I, I'm like, I never thought of that. Why do tribes out west even interject into this. this. This Thanksgiving Day has nothing to do with them. And, you know, Abraham Lincoln and George Washington, when George Washington won the revolution, yeah, he proclaimed Thanksgiving for winning the revolution, a day of Thanksgiving. And then Abraham Lincoln, a day of Thanksgiving, national. It's like, you know, they're making something of nothing. And in the meantime... While they're highly insulted over Thanksgiving Day, they should be highly insulted that Black Lives Matter can have their their logo all over big sports stadiums and, and, and basketball teams, but you cannot have an actual picture of a real Native American they're, they're getting canceled, and they don't even know it. That's well, how I see it. Okay, well, thanks for letting us know how you see it. We'll see you later. Hey, I'm on the side of the real Native Americans. I think they're getting cancel cultured out, and 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 the blacks want to say they were here first, and they were not. Uh, the Native Americans were here All first. I know is all we have is this moment. We can't change things in the past. We don't want to make... Same mistakes of the past, of course, but, but we have to move ahead. Out again, don't they see it? No little kids coming up are going to be taught these were real Native Americans, and they're not even going to know what they look like. Hey, well, I'm on. You know, maybe I, I they just will. don't understand it. Okay, Susan, thank you. Okay. This is it. This is November twenty first, twenty twenty two. Let's right now be kind to each other. Prejudice is so insane, isn't it? You think about when you look back at all the history of all those bad people that wouldn't accept other people. They have all passed away. 
so they weren't any better. They didn't live forever. Hmm? Uh, get me started on that. Hey, it's good to hear from you. 889-5252 is the number. Old Stuffy knows you're on the air. Welcome. Morning, Stu. Good morning, Joe. All right. Hey, I went and did my blood work Friday. I talked to the vets there at the Shaw's Cove and Steph, my primary care doc. She was supposed to have her baby, her first baby, which is a boy's coming on, on uh, Veterans Day. I asked, hey, did she have the baby yet? No, so they were going to do her on Friday. Friday was the 18th. I was hoping they'd push it up to the 23rd. This this Wednesday's my birthday. I was hoping it'd be on my birthday, but hey. Well, it's close she's enough. She's doing good. She's doing good, though, huh? Well, we're glad. She sounds like a great lady from what you've said. Uh, she's awesome, Stu. They all over there, and she's been nothing but good to me, I'll tell you. Yeah. You know, I went to Stop and Shop this morning, and I said to Carol, she's uh, she's always on the checkout line. She's a great lady. And uh, I said, Carol, you guys closed on uh, Thanksgiving, huh? She, no, I'm scheduled. I'm working. I said, well, on your pamphlet for this week, it says right on the front page, Thanksgiving will be closed this year. She, and so it was a type error, I guess, because I talked to Susan there. She said, oh, no, 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 that's a mess up. So anybody that likes it. Some people get a pinch. They have to go shopping quick to grab something they maybe they forgot so they can get to stop and shop on Thanksgiving, by the way. That's a big mess up, Joe. Big mess up. It is, Stu, because I've, all these years I've been here, 38 years in Norwich, they've always been open. And uh, I think the only day they're closed, Stu, is on Christmas Day. I believe that's the only day they're closed. Hmm. So that is a big mess up because, come on, man, that's... A lot of people get in a pinch and they have to run out and get that extra pumpkin pie or whatever. Well, but my Yankee girl, she told me, Joe, she's taking me out Wednesday for a lunch for my birthday. And she's also oh. going to bring me a big platter for Thanksgiving on Thursday. How sweet I'm is blessed. that? Well, you are blessed, huh? I am, Sue. I'm totally blessed, man. Carol, she's great. And, uh, she's, yep, she's going to take me out for lunch, she insists. And, uh, last year she brought me a platter so big, Sue. I got. Like two and a half, like two good big meals out. I mean, I can't tell you how thankful I am on Thanksgiving, Stu. Well, good for good for her, the Yankee Carol. Yeah, Yankee Carol, and and I'm gonna send that thing out. It's just something. It has nothing to do with books or nothing. It's something I just want to give to you, and I'm gonna get it out uh, when she picks me up on Wednesday. I'm gonna get it in the mail. It's just a little thing you'll be getting in the mail. It's it's no big deal. And then we could talk about it if you want. Okay. Down the road, all right? Sure. Thank you. Can you enjoy your... Well, I'll be talking to you before Thanksgiving, anyhow. Yeah, all right. And uh, Biden, 80, uh, oldest president in, ever we ever had. Yeah, remember when uh, Reagan was uh, 70 and they said, oh, boy, he's so old, but um, wasn't at all, yeah. was he? Yeah. No. Was he fuzzy? I don't know. No. <laughs> I love Reagan, and, you know, I voted for him both times. But, you know, if Biden sticks it out, which he'll get us two more years... If he reruns, Stu, you're talking he'll be uh, 80, let's see, 82. He'll be like 80, 86 years old if he does another hitch, you know? No, he's, he's not going to run again, and I I predict that. But Yeah, and there's no. a congressman or somebody from Illinois, not Illinois, Iowa or Idaho. He's almost 90, and he's already got his bid in for another senator six more years. He'll be like in his mid-90s, Stu. I, I mean, come on. Well, I hope he's a strong uh, 90s person. And one last not but least, I told you, I've got a soft part of me in my heart. I don't care. She did a lot of good for uh, the Congress in 35 years. Nobody, you know, everybody complains about uh, Trump, Trump, Trump. 
but he didn't. I agree with you. He's done a lot of good things, but he messed up. I listened to Barr on news this weekend, weekend news, and Barr, man, he's he flat out said, "Hey, he was Attorney General." He said, "No, he's got to stay out." But you know what? I got to give Pelosi a lot of kudos too because it's not she ain't. You know, it's not that she. You know, everybody don't like her in the latter part of her career, but dude, she's been in the. She's been around for a long, long time and done a lot of good. I don't care what anybody says. Well, that's fine. It's your opinion, and that's fine. Yeah. All right, my man. I Thanks, kept you Joe. too long. I'll see you, man. I'll see talk you to later. you later. All right. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. I was thinking three things. Um. Where'd you put okay, your notes? Um, yes. Pardons. The pardons in that turkey. Uh, yep. tradition. Chocolate um, and chip, All yes. animals. Mm-hmm. Are you there? I'm here, yeah. Oh, okay. All pardons should be on animals, period. Uh, they're abused, whatever, when you see APSPA, um, APSCA, and things like that. So uh, the turkey and everything, I, I don't know. It's like... Um, what, the other what? thing was, I was thinking about... Uh, you saw on the news about Biden celebrating his 80th and the granddaughter with her wedding at the uh, White House, all the um, ritz, ritzy stuff. And here we are struggling, uh, most of the people in the United States. Um, you know, it was just like in your face. So, you know, my thing is, who cares? Uh, the other thing um, was, um, I thought it was so you weren't invited to the wedding, and you're a you're you're yeah. mad. You know, and I wouldn't go anyway. You know, the the big hoopla, the big picture of that, like they you know, it's in your face. People like um, worried about their bills. You know, we're getting toward winter. I'm suspecting that they may be. Hopefully not tragedies, but people are going to want to cut back. You're seeing a lot of fires going on now. We're not even in um, December, January, and February when it really gets cold. So um, here we are. We're all hanging together. Good. Let's hang together and be nice to each other. Yes. Okay. Thank you for your notes. Mm Mm-hmm. Pardon me. Ten minutes before 11 at WICH. It's an open forum today, and uh, good to talk to you on any issue. You can bring up some Thanksgiving stuff or any other stuff. You can bring up stuffing. Stuff about stuffing. Hmm? When we have an open topic. The number here is 860-889-5252. Later on, we'll, because uh, it's Lung Cancer Awareness Month, we'll be talking with a doctor a little bit, uh, about 20 minutes after 11 next uh, next hour. But right now, let's get to some more calls. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. That's funny. I couldn't find hardly any coverage of that wedding that she said was thrown in our face. <clears throat> I was like... You didn't have a big wedding. the coverage of this wedding? And I thought maybe... On 30 or the 90 second little blurb about it on the national news and you know I was like 
okay. I couldn't even figure out whose daughter she was. And she was Hunter's daughter. I don't know if he went or not. But um, and it looked like she had a very pretty gown, and I don't think it was a big hoopla because it didn't seem like it got a whole lot of coverage. It definitely um, wasn't a big hoopla. Yeah, it was kind of downplayed. I thought just the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, people, are, even though people are struggling, we have to remember people are still throwing weddings. People are th- still throwing big birthday parties. You know, forty, fifty, sixties, those type of things. You know, there's still money being spent on other things. And on the side, when people are struggling, in fact, a lot of your callers I know are on Social Security, call and see if you qualify for heating assistance, because if you're only getting Social Security, you're probably going to qualify for heating assistance. It's there. Take advantage of it. You paid your taxes your whole life. That's what it's for. Um, so if you are on that end, look out. Look for these options. There's a lot of resources. Um, and yes, some other people are going to have to bite the bullet a little bit and... Uh, be a little more careful with their expenses in the middle income range. And the rich people don't care because <laughs> they can afford it. I watched a thing on grocery prices this weekend, and they were at a Stu Leonard's. I've never shopped at a Stu Leonard's, have you? No, never. No, it must be similar to uh, um, Whole Foods and their prices because it looked like the things they were showing were even more expensive. Um, there was one guy who had a family of four who said he spent $549 for a week's worth of groceries. Well, I don't know what... He was dressed very nicely. He didn't look like he was having a problem. Um, Does he have 12 kids? How big a family did he have? He said a family of four. Four, okay. So I'm like, come on, what's he buying? Filet mignon and organic everything and the most expensive vegetable out that week? I'm like, if he's spending $549 for a week... He can obviously afford it because he's shopping at an expensive grocery store and he's buying everything that's super expensive. Because I, I would have never spent that much. And all the money tips they're giving now, like go oh, compare prices and all these articles, all these things that are calling news. I'm like, I've been doing that my whole life. Haven't people been doing that their whole life? I guess not. Um, you know, I check the circulars. I go online. Whichever store has the best prices on what I need that week, that's where I shop. It's in this area. It's usually shop right, but sometimes Stop and Shop will have a better sale, or Big Y will have a better sale on certain things that I need. But I guess some people haven't done this their whole life because they're making it sound like it's a new thing. Well, things are more expensive. You you have to agree with that, and that makes things tougher. Yeah. But you know what? You can still, if you shop the sales, you can still do good. Like. Not last week. I think it was the week before last. Shoprite had hamburger on sale for a dollar ninety nine a pound, and it hasn't been that price in a while. Um, and fam- uh, just two people in the household, we got seven meals out of that for a package of hamburger that was only like like three and a half pounds, so like under seven dollars. Now, granted, there was pasta with one. There was uh, like a sloppy Joe sauce with the other leftovers, but. You can still eat very affordably if you shop carefully. Well, I haven't bought steak naturally, even before these price increases. Mo- most people I, are I shopping more careful. I steak when I go out mm-hmm. sometimes, but I hardly ever buy steak at the grocery store unless it's on a super sale. Well, maybe you should have a lecture and help these folks out. Well, I'm just saying, you know, when you say that, Stu, though, too, when they say how many people are food insecure in Connecticut, it blows my mind. I think it was 400,000-something, they said, on the thing they're raising turkeys for and everything. Food share, that's what it's called. And I hope I want to help these people, but you know what? They should also, I hope they 
train them on how to shop. And same thing with EBT. I'm all for helping people. But I really think some of these people need education on how to shop carefully. Because I've seen the expensive items in people who are paying with EBT. And I'm not saying they shouldn't have it. But if you're that tight, you can get so much more food that's healthy for you instead of one or two expensive items. All right. Thanks and for I checking really in. We'll, uh, we'll talk more with you about it. Thank you. Okay. Have a great day. Too. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. How are you? Pretty good. What's up? What's up? So what did you think about the AG on Friday? I'm sorry. What is that? The Attorney General Garland on Friday appointing a special prosecutor to investigate Donald Trump again. Oh, well, it's, it's every 10 minutes, you know. It's so frustrating. It's never going to end. You know that. They're still afraid of him. I don't see why they're so afraid of him. I don't think he's going to run for one thing. Yeah, well, but he announced he's going to run. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's happened so much that people are going, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah, and they forgot about, I mean, the, the people that are saying this have forgotten about 1983, where the Capitol building was bombed, which was much worse than the January 6th insurrection, which wasn't an insurrection. Well, they were both horrible. <clears throat> you know, right, they were both wrong, but it's, you know, I mean, President Bill Clinton, um, there were people that were um, imprisoned because of I'm sick of him. I don't want him to run. You know, Whatever I mean, good he did, and it was a lot of good, but, and folks won't recognize it because they hate him so much, but he caused most of his problems with his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I no, mean, really did. stupid stuff. You know, mm-hmm. um, we haven't had... It's not been good. I mean, with Obama, we got this racism call. You know, um, I had shared on Friday, I was at the store... I went to the courtesy booth to get a rain check in. There were two clerks, but they were looking through the flyer. And, you know, sometimes it's easy to find the sale of what someone's asking for, and other times it's kind of hidden. You know, they they don't do their flyers right. And this woman came up, and she was asking questions, but I was already being waited on. And the woman tried to answer her, and then she said, I'll be with you in a moment. And the woman says, it's because you're racist. Oh, my God, you're kidding. That's horrible. You know? That's what all this rhetoric has done. That's what all this rhetoric has done. It's not racism. It's just waiting your turn. You know? Very simple. And the clerk said to me later, she said, you know, she called me racist. Two of my daughter-in-laws are are African-American yeah, and mean, my brother-in-law's African-American and they're all part of my family. Well, that's what happens when the government keeps yelling out racist, racist, racist. That gets into people's minds. 
Yeah, I know. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. Uh, um, anyway. All right. Happy day. Probably I, talk to you. Probably talk to you later. All right. I'm, I'm good know, to hearing you. about lung cancer. My father got lung cancer mm-hmm. about thirty years after he quit smoking. Yeah. So um, anyway. Well, we'll get I, to that. Thank you very much. Got a news break. Have an open forum uh, after the news, and then we'll have a, a guest, a doctor, for a few minutes on lung cancer awareness. WICHAM thirteen ten Norwich ninety three DB in Norwich. It is coming up to 11 o'clock with 33 degrees here. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. It's a split decision for the two largest railroad unions in the country. Engineers accepted the deal that will deliver 24% raises, but conductors rejected that contract. And today's votes threatened the health of the economy just before the holidays. They also cast more doubt on whether the industry will be able to resolve the labor dispute before next month's deadline without the help of Congress. For the first time since the Apollo program 50 years ago, a NASA spacecraft has reached the moon. Earlier today, the Orion capsule with three test dummies aboard passed within 80 miles of the moon. It's a test run before humans are scheduled to take a similar flight in 2024. Shock and sorrow continue to grip residents in Colorado Springs after Saturday's mass shooting at a nightclub left five people dead and many more wounded. Speaking on ABC's Good Morning America, Colorado Springs Mayor John Southers said they are still investigating motive. It has the trappings of a hate crime, uh, but uh, we're going to have to see what the investigation follow, uh, shows in terms of you know, social media and things like that uh, to make a clear determination exactly what the motive was. A shooting suspect is in custody. China's southern city of Guangzhou is trying to tamp down a major COVID-19 outbreak. The metropolis has suspended public transportation and is requiring residents to show a negative COVID test if they want to leave their homes. China is the only major country in the world still trying to curb virus transmissions through strict lockdown measures and mass testing. One district in Guangzhou has also suspended in-person classes for schools and sealed off universities until Friday. In Beijing, the capital has reported three COVID-19 deaths, the first ones in more than six months. I'm Donna water. Adam, what are you thankful for? Great question, Nick. My new son, Henry, eating too much of mom's pumpkin pie. I'm grateful that Legacy Box has been able to help millions of people safeguard their important recorded moments. And with our Black Friday event that starts now, more families can enjoy digitizing their home movies and pictures with an insane 65% off. Legacy Box is the best gift for you or a family member. It's what Better Homes and Gardens calls the most sentimental gift to make this holiday season special. And what Reader's Digest called a genius product. That's because Legacy Box is simple and safe and we digitize everything by hand. You'll get your originals back plus digital copies that protect your treasured tapes, film reels, and photos from floods, mold, even the decay of time. So while the stuffing is in the oven, make sure to visit Legacy Box and shop our Black Friday event to take an unreal 65% off with limited quantities ready to ship. This deal will go fast. Black Friday starts now at LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. That's LegacyBox.com to take 65% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. 
Hong Kong leader John Lee has tested positive for COVID-19 after meeting with other regional leaders at the APEC forum in Thailand. A government statement says Lee tested negative throughout his four-day stay in Bangkok, but his test upon his arrival at Hong Kong's airport on Sunday night was positive. Lee is now in isolation and will work from home. Other officials at his office who went to Thailand with Lee all tested negative. Lee's aim at the Forum of Asia-Pacific Economies was to promote Hong Kong image as a city reopened to the world after imposing severe COVID-19 restrictions for much of the pandemic. I'm Charles Duladesma. North Korea's foreign minister is slamming the United Nations chief for condemning the North's recent intercontinental ballistic missile test. The official calls Antonio Guterres a puppet of the United States. The Dow is down 96 points. News and analysis at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Thanks. Good morning and thanks for staying with us on this bright, sunny, chilly day. Let's uh, go back to the lines. Welcome to the program. Wait, wait a minute. Bright, sunny, chilly day. Let's it's go. Helen. Helen is here. Okay. All right. Hi, Helen. Yes. How are you, dear? Uh, uh, yeah. Hi, good morning. Morning. You talk before. Larry's all right? Larry's all right. He gets uh, back pains and, uh, you know, aches and pains, but he does the best he can. Mm-hmm. But he's out of the hospital. Oh, God, I'm so glad. Yep. Hello, Larry. <laughs> Hi, Larry. Yeah. And uh, what the men say, I heard, because I'm half asleep and I get up and half asleep, so... I don't hear too good, I would think. Uh, one man say Arrivederci, and uh, how can I say? Uh, something from German, goodbye. I forgot, you see, I forget. I, I'm going to forget my name very soon. And uh, who, who, who lives? Uh, who lives? Uh, I don't know, I don't remember anybody uh, saying say, that. Arrivederci, and, uh, Oh man, again, he said something else. Uh, did somebody die? No, I, I don't, uh, I don't recall that call actually. And I hear your, your voice. You still have your call. I know it's, it's driving me nuts. Oh mm-hmm. God. That's all right. I've been there before. Uh, no, I don't, I don't catch a call. What I cancer medicine. It's killing me everywhere. I sit down left. I can't. It hurt. Uh, and I'm fat, so I should not be, uh, I should not hurt. But I guess it's my bones, you, you know. You said you're fat? Are you fat? Uh, yes, I'm fat. Oh. I can't. <laughs> right. You know, I cannot move too much. And uh, so, uh, I think I gained uh, 20, 20 pounds. Yes. You know, it's bad, it's bad when you all because you you don't lose right away. No, it's not easy. It's not easy for anybody. And I don't eat junk, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, uh, oh, he said Avidazen in German. Avidazen, yes. He said mm-hmm. Arrivederci and Avidazen for who? Who living? Uh, no one that I know. I. From from an Italian lady, from uh. A politician, uh, what is her name? Oh, oh, Nancy Pelosi you're talking about. Yes, what happened to the husband? What happened to her husband? 
Yes, he was hurt. He's hurt, but he's going to be okay, yes. Who did hurt him? Some, they had a home invasion by this monster, oh. and, he, and he hit him, and uh, it was a horrible situation. Oh, horrible. I don't care who you are, what color of skin, the origin, the nationality. We, nobody should do that. Of course not. Oh, man, it, it don't look good for for this country. I may say my country because I'm here more here than in Europe, you know? Mm-hmm. I even forget the French. <laughs> I know, you shouldn't forget the French. Oh, no, I forget to, to speak. My daughter asked me. <laughs> I said she knew almost better now. Tell me something nice in French. Oh, uh, je please. <laughs> okay, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember, I said. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, you speak good English. That's good. Uh, English, no. You know, people, when they hear my, my accent, they insult me. I told you that, they insult me. So I said to my daughter, no, no, you talk. You talk for me. No, you're doing fine. So my daughter talked for me. Yeah. And, uh, yes, oh, yes, I was insulted. You know, so... That's it. Well, anyway, it's a cold day, and guess what? What? I have my my oil came. It's warm. Oh, good. I, my oil came, too, and then I passed out. Oh, much? I got the bill. How much the bill? It was $530 for a half a tank. Well, it was 600 uh, mm. the young men wrote that, and uh, 600 whatever. Mm-hmm. But I asked for the state to help me. Good. And they helped me, because I have only one paycheck. You know, I wish I could work. You know, but I can't if we don't do money, because I walk like Donald Duck. Oh. All right, keep the faith, darling. Yes, I know. The good Lord is here. Okay. He's good for us. Thanks for Bye listening. Now, See you later. I love that word, arrivederci, huh? Say arrivederci to all my friends, but we're not leaving yet, are we? Mm. Come on, Jerry. Arrivederci. Arrivederci, Roma. Uh, What a sweet language, huh? Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. I'm thinking back of... um many, many years ago, I think it was right after the Depression, and how the Thanksgiving table looked in my eyes. It was a scrawny-looking turkey. Really? Of course, nothing, and gravy and mashed potatoes, peas, two kinds of pie, pumpkin and mince, but I don't, you know, when I think of what people have these days, it would make our table fall. So it was it a... It would just break with the... You, you say know, it was a scrawny turkey? Yeah, yeah you undernourished had to pull turkey? the feathers, uh, yeah. the pin feathers off. Uh, oh, that was a job on. You had to get the feathers off. Wow. Either cinch it with a candle mm. to get them, or pull them out with tweezers. My goodness, that's that a lot wasn't of work. A really plump turkey like you see now. Beautiful mm. turkeys. I mean, the foods we have for Thanksgiving here. I thought, whoa, gorgeous. So, what are you? Um, doing for Thanksgiving. You know, I'm sure you don't have to pull feathers. <laughs> no, I think they're picking up a, a turkey from Wesley Packing, a Good. smoked one. And a turkey that smokes? Oh, yep. Too much food. Everybody will 
collapse on the sofa after and watch a football game or something. <laughs> That's about it, and then they'll fall asleep. Now, do you remember having huge meals when you were young in Boston? Yeah, I had huge I was a big eater when I was a kid. I mean, really big. You know, I was going through five or six belts a year. Whoa. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we ate, we ate good. You know, we were lucky. We ate good. I mean, I didn't eat uh, great stuff, but we, we always had enough food. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, you lived in that big city of Boston. Didn't have baked beans for Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, no baked beans for Thanksgiving other times. So when you yeah. were in the service, uh, how did you celebrate Thanksgiving? When? You were when in the we ser- were little? When or? you were in the service. Right. Oh, you're a veteran. Oh, I think I was stationed at Westover, Westover, Springfield, Chicopee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had a meal. It was, you know, I remember peeling potatoes. So I thought, oh my gosh, when you have KP, <laughs> but you know, it's mm-hmm. nothing like being home yeah, with right. a family. Of course, of course, it's a tougher time. I first Thanksgiving away from home. A nice listener, uh, well, a person that I knew. I got out of work at eleven o'clock Thanksgiving, and there was a turkey dinner in the front seat of my car. Oh, gee. It was something I had to heat, but it was a, a very nice gesture. Yeah. I know your voice is still husky. Did you do that neti pot or something? No, I didn't do neti pot. I'm getting some, uh, what am I going to get? Some honey, honeycomb, and uh, trying everything. Right. I may have yeah. to cut my nose off. I don't know. I have sinus, I guess, in the fall, mm-hmm. and it feels like my nose is like a faucet, drip, 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 but I thought, well, anyway, you know. <laughs> my doctor just said, give it time. <laughs> yeah, so we must be thankful that we're not in Buffalo getting four to six inches off feet. More of than snow. that, yeah. You know, very thankful we don't have that weather. When, what's that song, Over the River and Through the Woods? To Grandmother's House We Go. <laughs> Unless it's Is snowing. For Christmas or Thanksgiving. Yeah, both. It's both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Uh, we were picking up the house the other day. Picking up the house you're, really heavy. You're very strong, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we found uh, a nail file, and it was from Levine and Levine in Colchester, Connecticut. And it said, in business for 50 years. And I thought, gee, I don't remember picking it up. I know there was a clothing store where they sold men and women's clothes. And it was right near a bakery, the Colchester Bakery, with the mm-hmm. delicious pastries and, I think, a 20-pound loaf of bread. Well, you never know what you're going to find. Never know. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, right. some some of your listeners that live near Colchester would know where it is and how so long ago. You enjoy wait. this nice sunny day and uh, call us soon. Right. And have a great Thanksgiving if I don't talk to you yeah, again. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello, thanks for holding. You're on the air. I still Hi. a request. You know how you did the turkey um, contest to win a turkey? Mm-hmm. Well, I think what everybody is saying, that they really missed that turkey noise. Couldn't you do it as a game, and then maybe if somebody won, they could maybe request a song? Or too bad you, in, in the future you didn't have a picture of you, and you could sign the picture and send it to them as a gift. I mean, something silly like that, but I think people just want to hear the turkey game and play it. I would love to hear it. I know. This is the first time in uh, 
60 years, WICH, we have not had the turkey shoot game. You know, and, and it's just like on, on Christmas time. The first time I heard that uh, doggy, um, jing, I think it's Jingle Bells, with the dogs doing it? Mm-hmm. I remember that on WICH, you know, from my childhood and everything. Well, younger days. That and here's one thing. When my husband was in Afghanistan, he said on Thanksgiving that the officers served the regular guys. The regular guys? Well, you know, oh, like yeah. him, lower enlisted. I well, don't know all good, the fancy names or everything. That's a good gesture. I, that's nice. I like to hear that. But, yeah, when, when like, his um, lower enlisted were going through, through the line, the officers were giving the food out to them. So it, they did have Thanksgiving in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So, no, but I still, is it just that only the place giving away the turkeys were sponsoring that song, or, I mean, Turkey Game, or would you play it? But, you know, there's a shortage of turkeys, and uh, that was the deal, yeah. Oh, well. I'll I'll play the jingle for you. Yeah, I I just think that would be really cute. All right, Susan, thank you. All right, bye-bye. This is not a contest, I'm sorry to say. Turkeys, we can't even find them in the hay. Seems like old times, doesn't it? Hi, W-I-C-H. Hey, Stu, I called in. I know you got a guest coming on. What did you mean by something shop made a huge mistake? Because of the, uh, I just looked at that circle again. It says right on there in small print, closed on Thanksgiving. Did they make a mistake for the business? Or I don't know. Somebody the- said they saw it, that they were uh, closed, and then somebody said they were open. So I don't know. I don't know, buddy. All right, my man. See ya. Turkey in the Straw was the name of that song. Turkey, you don't want turkey that tastes like straw, do you? No. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Fortunately, taking a child's temperature is easier today than in the past. I'll be back to discuss a few options. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. In this modern age, there are several ways to take a child's temperature. There are convenient forehead strips that are held in place until the color changes to denote a reading. There is a digital ear thermometer that is inserted into the ear canal to get a reading. And there are digital thermometers that can be used three ways. The most accurate way for children under five is to use the thermometer rectally. The least accurate way is to place the thermometer tip against the skin of the armpit. But the most common way is to place the thermometer tip under the tongue, keeping the lips closed. Ask your pharmacist for advice. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. 
From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. Okay, it's lung cancer uh, month uh, to give people uh, an idea of how they can give themselves the best shot. And we do that by having guests this month. So let's uh, welcome to the program doctor who has been... uh, dealing with this for a long time, helping people, Dr. Bofa, American College of Surgeons. Hi, doctor. Hey, Stu, how you doing? I'm doing good. I know you're a busy day getting the word out, so we'll get right to it. And that is, uh, I wasn't aware, lung cancer is the leading cause of cancer in men and women? That's that's right. It's the leading, leading cause of cancer mortality. It is about what you would get if you added up breast colon and prostate deaths together. My goodness. About 130,000 people in the United States die every year uh, from lung cancer. It's the nation's leading cancer killer. How often should you get screenings? I mean, people, they feel good. They say, oh, wow, why would I check that? I feel good. How often would you do that? So if you're 50 or older and either are currently smoking or smoked in the past, you should talk to your doctor. Not everybody's eligible, but most people are eligible, and it depends on how long you smoked and how many packs you smoked. Um, but if you're eligible, you should get it every year. And that scan has, will, has the ability to reduce your chances of dying of lung cancer by 20%. It is by far the most powerful weapon we have to keep people from dying of lung cancer. If, if um, The problem is not many people are getting screened. And so only about 10% of people who are eligible are actually getting the scans. That's very different than like breast or colon, hmm. where more than 70% of eligible people are getting scanned. If we just took that number from 10% to, to half the people getting scanned who are eligible, we would save 20,000 lives every year in the United States. Boy, that is interesting. You know, breast uh, exams and prostates, but... Uh I don't know why we don't think of that when you're telling me that it's the most prevalent. That doesn't make any sense. Doctors. Well, a lot of, you know, the, the, the reason why people are not getting, you know, there's, I think that there's probably a lack of awareness, but it's, it's a really easy test. You just lie on the scanner. It takes two or three minutes. It's low-dose radiation, mm-hmm. uh, so it doesn't expose you to a lot of radiation. Um, and, and people who are claustrophobic usually don't have a hard time. It's, it's an open donut that you're going through. I think a lot of people think there's nothing to do for lung cancer. And it's just there's so much going on in lung cancer right now. They, if you're eligible for surgery, um, surgery is usually done through little incisions, either uh, using a camera, using a robot. We take less lung tissue. People are recovering faster. There's fewer complications. Um, they're going back to work or their their normal routines faster. 
Um, and the new treatments, the chemotherapy, it's less toxic. Uh, we're better at managing side effects, and we've got new stuff um, like immunotherapy that uses your immune system to fight the cancer or targeted therapy that just goes after cells that have a specific genetic change that only the cancer cells have and the rest you don't have, so it really just hones in on those cells. We've basically doubled the cure rate um, in the past five years. So it's, it's really an exciting time uh, for uh, lung cancer. Well, it's nice, it's, nice, it's nice to hear that chemotherapy is not uh, as bad as it used to be of making you feel awful. That's, that's a good thing. I'm, I, don't, I don't think I've ever gone to a doctor who said, why don't you get a chest x-ray? Unless I had some problems. But So they got to start pushing it, huh? You're, you're 100% right, uh, Stu. So the... You want screening works by finding dangerous things before they do dangerous things. So dangerous cancers before they do dangerous things. And so if you wait till you have symptoms, it's probably spread at that time. And so you really want to find it when you're feeling good and you don't have any symptoms. That's the, the magic of, of the screening CT scan is to find it early um, because when it, they are dangerous cancers, and so you just want to get them before they before they spread. Just to make sure I understand what you said, if you get something early, the success rate is obviously bigger, but Much higher. Um, you gave me a percentage. Is so so if if the cure rate for the earliest uh, cancers, the cure rate is like ninety percent. Oh, okay. If it's already spread to vital organs, mm-hmm. it's like 25%. I get so you. It's a big difference. No, that's... that's you really uh, want to catch it. It's worth ch- uh, catching it. Now, you know as well as I that people say, well, how can I get lung cancer? I'm not a... I was never a smoker, but um, other people get it as well, of course. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. The, we know that, that smoking is the biggest risk factor... Right now, all the screening energy is concentrated on smokers. Over time, we may loosen those criteria and start looking at people who have not smoked. But the, the, the vast majority of cancer happens in smokers. But if you're a non-smoker, you certainly could get it. So if somebody's telling you, man, I've got a pneumonia and it's just not going away, that doesn't mean it's lung cancer, but it certainly is something that we have to think about because we know it can happen even if you've never smoked. Mm-hmm. Of course, many of us who never smoked were probably th- through our lives were surrounded with it, going to clubs and everywhere where everybody was smoking. I remember in an airplane, there was no, uh, you can only smoke in one section, and that section was right behind me where I was sitting, which didn't make any sense at all. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. So secondhand smoke does increase your risk not by a lot, but it does increase your risk. Um, but, you know, the, uh, one, of the, one of the highest cure rates in the country is actually Connecticut. It's, a, it's the second highest uh, cure rate in the United States. So it's, um, there, there are a lot of good things going on in lung cancer everywhere. Uh, uh, Connecticut happens to be a state where, where things are, are really looking good. You know, Doctor, once in a while I'll see an ad on television and it'll say this product, if you've used this product and that product, and we use a lot of chemicals when we're cleaning around the house. Should there be more information about that hurting our lungs? Yeah, that's a good thought. You know, we don't know, you know, a lot of people who are smokers and get lung cancer, 
it may have been something else they were exposed to that contributed to the lung cancer. Because we know that that even though most lung cancer happens in smokers, a lot of people smoke a lot and never get lung cancer. So is there something else that's contributing to that? Um, that is certainly possible. And the only way we're going to find those things out is through research and trying to understand, you know, what are people exposed to so that we could say, oh, well, you were in the shipbuilding industry, so we know that you had probably some exposure to asbestos. That and smoking together is a higher risk. And, you know, so we're just trying to put all these things together. The more we know about people and the diseases they get, the more we can connect the dots between exposures and Mm -hmm. and cancers. You know, when we do uh, discussions like this, doctor, we go, well, what are the symptoms? And this this could drive people nutsy because there's so many coughs going around this this winter and this cough and that cough and this cold and asthma or what have you. Are there other uh, signs that you should say, hmm, this could be something else? Yeah, so again, the, the best time to screen is when you don't have symptoms. Right. But... You're, you're, you're absolutely right. So there are symptoms of lung cancer. I would say coughing up blood is, is definitely concerning. So if you have a little bit of blood mixed with your sputum, you should definitely uh, see your doctor about that. And that doesn't mean you have lung cancer. That There's a lot of reasons to have blood in your sputum, but that is certainly something that you should alert your doctor to. Um, a cough that doesn't go away, um, especially if they see something on a chest X-ray and it's just not getting better with antibiotics, that is something that should raise your concern. Mm-hmm. Pain in your chest can be a lot of things, um, but on that list of things it can be, lung cancer usually doesn't cause pain until it's grown into the chest wall, until it's, until it's grown to, to be, uh, it's grown a fair bit. So you don't have a lot of time. I mean, I could take some calls, but um, I, I don't know what's your time frame with us. Um, I don't know that I have uh, I don't know that I have time for calls, but I will okay. tell you that mm-hmm. um, you know I'm always happy to have more conversations. I'm happy to come back, Stu, if uh, if you want to have it on another day. I'd um, love to you because know, your audience uh, is great and interested. The audience is very interesting, and uh, if you come back, I will take calls from them because uh, we could talk a lot about uh, lots of things, and uh, in this area. Specifically, is that what you uh, deal with in this uh, lung cancer screenings? Yeah, so, it, you know, there's just so much going on. I'd love to come back. You know, if, if anybody wants more information now, again, if you're 50 or older and are a current smoker or smoked in the past, talk to your doctor about it. Um, but we have more information on our website, which is www.facs.org slash lung. But, um, yeah, I'd love to come back, Stu, and, and uh, talk, to your, uh, talk to your audience more. Yeah, I'd love to have more time with you because uh, we've got a switchboard that's pretty well lit up right now. And uh, I know you've got some other intervie- uh, interviews, but I'm glad you called and made people aware. Maybe they will get that chest X-ray. Maybe some people are afraid of the radiation, but as you say, it's, it's pretty uh, minuscule, right? That's right. It's, it's basically the CT scans like taken a flight from New York to California. It's about that much radiation. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you uh, for the information. I hope we can touch base again because we can really make some progress with the listeners' questions. 
Thanks for all you're doing, Stu. Appreciate it. All right, Doctor. Enjoy. Thanks for what you do. Appreciate it. Okay. Sorry I couldn't take calls because that was lined up as a a 10-minute interview. Ordinarily, I don't take 10-minute interviews, but I thought it's important to just get the word out, to start things going. The next time you're seeing your doctor, you might ask about it. Or if there's something that feels uncomfortable, uh, you may want to ask about it with your doctor and get a quick x-ray. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. That was a good uh, interview. I wanted to ask him, though, if a person who lives with a smoker should get uh, a chest x-ray. That's what I wanted. Well, there's no doubt, and the Cancer Society has told me numerous times, that... uh, Secondhand smoke is dangerous. Yes. Probably yes. not as dangerous as you sucking it into yourself, but it is dangerous. So, yes. If yes. you were around That's it for was, a long time, that might be a reason to get a chest x ray. Yeah, I was wondering if he would recommend that a person who lives with a smoker get a chest x ray every year. Well, I'll tell you, growing up, uh, everybody was smoking. Yeah. Everybody that I knew was smoking. I know. I, I did too. And I went into the. I'd go into the pool room, and they'd be all be smoke over there. Family yeah. and relatives would all be smoking. I mean, it was just... I mean, yes, I pers- and, and, and doctors and nurses smoked, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody did. Nobody knew how bad it was. You could see a doctor when... Uh, uh, you could see a husband when his wife was having a baby. He'd be in the waiting room smoking. Yeah, yeah, right. Everybody smoked. <laughs> That's because we didn't know how really bad it was for you. Sometimes I think we didn't want to know. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, I, I, I don't know if we just didn't realize that how bad it was. That's what I think. But, but uh, I smoked, too. Yeah, well, I smoked for two weeks, but that was about it. I couldn't. Well, you were smart. I never could inhale it, and I didn't like it. Well, you were smart, too, to quit. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I didn't get hooked. Absolutely. No, no. Well, I did for five years, but that was years ago. I mean, my father smoked. He was losing the circulation in his leg, and oh. they wanted to take his leg off. But fortunately, oh. a doctor said, hey, you're a smoker. Give me your cigarettes and never smoke again, and he got better. Good. And and he behaved. Meanwhile, the doctor got the cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right. Well, okay, thanks. So. thanks for calling. Okay. Hey, maybe we help somebody. If you get it early, he said, there's a 90% chance of success. Huh? What do you think? 90%? And they've made some improvements where, uh, I I don't know how they do it. They can do surgery without going inside. (laughs) I don't know how else to put it. It's just amazing. Hello, welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Well, how are you doing today, Stu? Pretty good, thank you. I'm going to give you a quick lesson, if you haven't got your honeycomb yet, about using it, all right? Yeah, we, uh, yeah I'm supposed to, they're supposed to get it in, but yeah, give me a lesson. How come you didn't just go buy it at Fleming's? You could have. Buy it at, did you say Fleming's? Yeah, yeah both Fleming's have it. Oh. I mean, you could have done that. Well, I can do that, because I go by there a lot. Sometimes, uh... You know, it was at a health food store. They said they were going to get it in. but Oh, that's right, too. They can do that, too. But, I mean, uh, Fleming's carries the honey and the honeycomb, both. 
Well, by golly, I'm going to go by there and get it. <clears throat> <laughs> but it says, um, honey, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a, 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 a paragraph mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. Honeycomb is excellent for treating certain disturbances of the uh, breathing tract. The form in which it is used is waxy comb substance from which all the honey has been extracted. The value of chewing this honeycomb applies especially to the lining of the entire breathing tract. In addition to chewing the comb, eating honey each day is also part of the treatment. For this purpose, comb honey is the first choice, but if it, for any reason comb honey is unavailable, a tablespoon of liquid honey as a dessert with each meal will produce desirable results. And when you get it, it says, the amount of honeycomb for one chew, it's like gum, can be gauged by the ordinary chew of gum. So you kind of measure it when you when you start to use it. Just get a little piece that's kind of like the size of a piece of chewing gum. Mm-hmm. It says, take one chew of honeycomb every hour for from four to six hours. Chew each amount for 15 minutes and discard what remains in your mouth. If the sinus attack is acute, these four to six shoes should bring about a disappearance of the symptoms in from one half day to a day's time. The nose, it tells you on, you know, more things. The nose will open up, the pain will disappear, body energies will return, and the sinuses will be returned to normal. Wow. I wonder what that feels like. That's worth a try, wouldn't you think? Definitely. (laughs) <laughs> and then it'll last forever because you don't need you won't need too much of it. I mean, it comes in a big block, and then uh, you know you can save it from year to year. It doesn't go bad. You know, once you have it, it never goes bad. So that you chew it. You chew bad. it like a, a piece of gum. Yes, you just take a little chunk of it mm-hmm. um, and chew it like a piece of gum. You know, like and then so when it gets a little bit, you know, less and less and less it gets. You know, then you a little bit of it you won't be able to finish it, but probably, but chew as much as possible and then discard a little piece of it when you're done. All right, I think I'll pick some up today. And then one more thing: if people, mm-hmm. like, I want to. This is a different subject. If um, about breathing, uh, breathing certain toxic things, I'm sure a lot of people love Yankee Candle candles. Am I correct in saying that? Very popular, yes. I never use them because I use either soy or beeswax candles. But these, those candles, are paraffin wax. They're made of paraffin wax and petroleum, which means. Petroleum products, you know, they release the equivalent of diesel exhaust when burned. Oh. So that's one reason you don't want those damn Yankee candles, okay? Yeah. You're going to be breathing in gasoline. God. If you have those in your house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't, please don't do that. It says, uh, the better, better thing to do if you want candles ever, if you want candles, just get soy or, um, Beeswax. We have fake candles. It looks like a candle, but it's fake. Mm-hmm. But don't get the Yankees. No, yeah. People out there, don't get the Yankees unless you want to breathe in diesel fuel. Sorry, Yankee fans. Okay, not going to do it. it. <laughs> okay, Thank take you so care. Much. Hope you have a nice uh, holiday. Yeah, you too. Maybe right, we'll thanks. talk okay, to you before. Bye-bye. Thank you. Honeycone. I'm going to be chewing that stuff. I've tried everything. Even talking to my nose doesn't work. I'm talking through my nose, barely. 89-5252 at WICH. It's an open forum for this portion of our program. 22 minutes before noon. Lunchtime oldies from noon to 1. What's on your mind? 
It's pretty cold out there this morning. You better bundle up. Sunny skies today in breezy conditions. Temperatures in the low 40s. Tonight, mostly clear and cold. Overnight, low 26. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. Temperatures 48 inland, 50 for the shoreline, so a little bit of moderation. And then Wednesday, mostly to partly sunny. Milder highs in the low 50s. Thursday for Thanksgiving, partly sunny. Highs in the low 50s. And then for Black Friday, increasing cloudiness. Rain becoming likely during the day. Temperatures will be in the low to mid 50s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist. Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Monday. So we'll be warming up a little bit right now. It's 34 degrees. Do you have old film or slides that you would like to be digitized? Charter Oak Scanning in Stonington transfers videotapes, audio tapes, film, reel-to-reel, negatives, slides, and they even offer restoration of old photo prints. Charter Oak Scanning is a local company. They just celebrated their 10th anniversary. All of the work is done on location, so no worries about mailing your precious items. Your items will be ready in just a few weeks. Give the gift of precious memories. Ask them about their delivery service. Charter Oak Scanning in the Velvet Mill, Stonington. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Cutting your own Christmas tree is a great tradition that builds memories for the whole family. Start your family's tradition at Gear Tree Farm in Griswold. With over 100 beautiful acres of award-winning trees, you'll find the perfect one for you. The Gear family works hard all year round on their manicured fields and gravel roads to provide easy access and ensure the perfect tree cutting experience that the whole family will enjoy. Gear Tree Farm is open from 8 to 4, starting the day after Thanksgiving. The Gear family business was founded more than 60 years ago by Dave, past sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third-generation Bo. Together, they ensure your Christmas tree cutting experience is the best around. Gear Tree Farm is located at 141 Norman Road. And for your convenience, Gear Tree Farm also has fresh pre-cut trees just a mile away on Route 138. Remember, for your perfect Christmas tree, you've got to go to Gear's. Congratulations to the two turkeys, Chocolate and Chip. They have been pardoned by President Bush. President Bush. President Biden. Sorry, I had the B right. So there it is, the two that uh, made it this year. Chocolate and Chip. What's going to happen to them now? Well, after they have a big celebration, they're going to be moved to a nice home where they can live out a natural life because they were pardoned. I wonder if they know that, huh? They're going to start bragging to all their friends. All right, we have an open line. If you want to check in on anything, the number is 889-5252. Stu Breyer with you. 35 degrees. It'll go up another 10 today. We can also let you know about some things that are going on. Yes, Thanksgiving is this week. You knew that. I thought I was coming up with something new. And pretty soon, uh, there's Christmas stuff all over the place. Yes, of course, we'll be playing Christmas music. Get in the mood. I think a lot of people are in the mood for a break, a holiday break. Some of the malls are getting busy, which is good. They sure could use that. And don't forget to shop locally. You can get a lot of neat stuff locally. Well, December 4th, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., St. Patrick's School Annual Christmas Festival, 213 Broadway in Norwich. Homemade crafts and vendors... Basket raffles, 50-50 raffle baked goods, food, popcorn, stories with Mrs. Claus. 
Don't get to hear much from Mrs. Claus. Uh, she's such a patient person, you know? It's Christmas and Christmas Eve, and her husband leaves her. But he's there the whole rest of the year and probably gives her a little break. So Mrs. Claus will be there. Crafts and games for kids. I was doing a little typing. Yes, I do type once in a while. It's coming back to me. I took typing in school. That was before electric type typewriters, so... But I noticed, you know, you make um, days of the week in capital letters. Why do we do that? I mean, Monday, does Monday deserve a capital M? I don't know. I mean, Saturday does, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but Monday? But you have to make caps for all the days. These are things that I ponder. Obviously, I'm pondering a little too much these days, but days of the week, capital letters. Veterans Coffee House, 4th Fridays, Groton, 9 to 11 a.m. Veterans can socialize and receive information about veterans' benefits and services. 860-425-6617. For more information, they have these meetings at the Groton Public Library. If it's happening in your community, you'll certainly hear about it from WICH AM 1310. At Heights Home and Farm, we're proud of our exceptional customer service and locally tailored selection of lawn and garden, farm, feed, and pet supplies. We offer the kind of service that everyone deserves. The kind of service where we help you find what you need, check you out, carry the heavy stuff to your car, and you never have to pay for a shopping bag. If you have any questions, we'll get you the answers. That is what we're here for. Hides Home and Farm. We're Route 2 and 395 Cross in Norwich, helping you care for the plants and pets you love. Hello, welcome to the program. Uh, yes, could I utilize... Yes, you can. Yes, okay. go right ahead. Uh, I want to get rid of a toe-behind lawn sweeper made by Craftsman. I like to get rid of a gas-powered string trimmer made by Craftsman. I like to get, there are, I'll rather sell a, uh, all these items. I'll sell a garden trailer you pull behind a tractor, and also a really extremely built, very good, extremely built, rugged Craftsman lawn roller that I like to sell as well. Anybody's interested in the items, they can give me a call now at 860 860- Nine four nine eight one one nine. Nine four nine eight one one nine. Thank you. Mhm. You can do a little swapping and selling now if you like. That's okay. But first, I want to tell you something adorable. This is so cute. If you want me to send you a copy of this, just email me and say, "Stu, can you send me a copy of this?" And I'll send it to you via the email. All right. Here it is. Adorable time. A group of women from Tulsa, Oklahoma, were at a seminar on how to live in a loving relationship with their husbands. The women were asked, how many of you love your husband? All the women raised their hands. Then they were asked, when was the last time you told your husband that you loved him? Some women answered, well, today. A few said yesterday, and some couldn't remember. The women were then told to take out their cell phones and text their husband, I love you, sweetheart. So they were told to get your cell phones out, text their husband, I love you, and say, I love you, sweetheart. Next, the women were instructed to exchange phones with one another and read aloud the text message they received in response to their message. 
So here are the, some of the messages that they received back from their husband. Mm-hmm. Here we go. The response from the husband. Who the heck is this? Number two. Eh, mother of my children, are you sick or what? Number three. Yeah, I love you too. What's wrong? The next one. What now? Did you wreck the car again? The fifth one. I don't understand what you mean. This is from the husband back when the woman wrote, I love you. Number six. What did you do now? Number seven. Don't beat around the bush. Just tell me how much you need. Number eight was, husband said, am I dreaming? Number nine, if you don't tell me who this message is actually for, someone will die. Number ten, I thought you were, we agreed that you wouldn't drink during the day. That's what he wrote back to his wife. Number eleven, your mother is coming to stay with us, isn't she? And finally, the response from the husband after the wife sent the I love you message. Did you find out there were second cousins? <laughs> I guess people don't say it that often because that's some of the responses from the guys. Thought it was pretty funny stuff. This is Nick Kaplanson, president and CEO of Dime Bank. Ask your bank a question. Where are they headquartered? If the answer is hundreds of miles away, then are they really a community bank to you? Large and out-of-state banks put profits first at the expense of local customers. If you value a real community banking experience, Dime Bank is welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Remember FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. So, gals, have a little fun. You know, text or, you know, whatever you do, uh, you know, texting. All kinds of different things to get a hold of your husband and just say, I'm just writing to you because I want to tell you I love you. See what kind of response you get. Did you wreck the car? Hmm? Don't ever tell your husband that you love him and then follow it with something you'd like him to do. Because it just kind of loses the effect a little bit, don't you think? You know? But you said you were going to fix the sink. A lot of things going on this holiday season. The Leffingwell Christmas in the Colonies. Sunday, December 4th, 11 to 3. $5. It's the annual Leffingwell Christmas in the Colonies. Uh, in the Colonies, Sunday, December 4th, 11 a.m. to 3. Discover how Christmas was celebrated in the early days of the Colonies, how it changed over time to become the holiday we know and love today. Enjoy the regional uh, tastes of the season from New England to the Southern Colonies, including the holiday we celebrate today. Yes, of course, there's been a few changes, huh? Raise the glass and enjoy seasonal tastes in the spirit of the uh, presenters in the holidays. Admission is just five bucks on Everbright with a selection of a time slot. The museum can hold many guests. Unfortunately, parking is limited, so we ask you to register for a specific entrance time. All right, we have so much information about things that are going on in December. 
Just take it all in, as you know how fast it goes. I think people should start decorating now because the season goes, it's like a minute. Enjoy the decorations for at least a whole month. Welcome, you're on the air. Good morning. Morning. So what am I doing for the first time in my life? You are having a jello eating contest. Close to it. Mm-hmm. They're checking for jello in my abdomen, I guess. Oh. Um, they want me to have an aortic aneurysm or a uh, abdominal aorta ultrasound. Uh-huh. So come to find, I looked it up, and if you've ever smoked, uh, you have a higher chance of having an aortic, abdominal aortic aneurysm. And uh, of course, it would be good news. So smoking is related to the abdomen. They're claiming uh, size of the abdomen is related to... Uh, uh, More of a chance for that? Yeah. Uh-huh. And you only had to have 100 cigarettes, they claim, in your lifetime. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. yeah. Now they want me to have it every year. And I looked it up. Mayo Clinic recommends once, once in a lifetime check mm-hmm. when you get to be uh, 55 or 60. So, so uh, Do you have a big physical coming up? I've had my annual. Mm-hmm. This was a spur-of-the-moment thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was kind of uh, the old uh, adage of uh, when in doubt, test. Sure. I mean, you know, if you're going to get a real good physical, you can check a lot of things. Yeah, right. And uh, no end to it. And so, anyway, um, uh, it's a good question to ask your uh, uh, lung cancer doctor about Mm -hmm. aneurysms and the prevalence uh, or the uh, susceptibility of people who have smoked to aneurysms. Were you a smoker? Yeah, 14 years. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I did two and a half packs a day of cool. So I began with L&M. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a youth, one time I smoked uh, two Chesterfields. So uh, Everybody I know was a smoker. Everybody. Yeah, most of the people I know. A couple didn't. But I think, well, they smoked other stuff, I believe. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that's not good for you either, you well, it's probably worse. Still sucking in the smoke, you know. Oh, it has to be terrible. So is it tough quitting? Yeah, I had to do it uh, increment. Well, yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to go to all my techniques, but I, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I quit, uh, let's see, after 14 years. So I've been smoke-free. I uh, don't want to give my age away. <laughs> 40 years. Oh, good for you. 45 years, yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Saved a lot of money because uh, two packs a day, um, and what is it, $20? Well, now, now it's uh, it's out, out of control completely. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, it's not just out of control. Out of control, it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek comment, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you speak to someone and you tell them you're out of control. So uh, I don't know. It's about $8 a pack. I, I really don't. Something like that. Well, I believe it's more. It's probably more than that. 11 now. Yeah. So, anyway, financially, but uh, that, that was, uh, I guess, the uh, comment. All right, I'll go back to what I was doing. Okay, sir, thanks. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Appreciate it. Hmm. Maybe we entice somebody to quit smoking just now? Yeah.
gives you, well, you know, I've had so many interviews on it, you probably know. If you don't know by now, you don't want to know. Not just your lungs, but your skin and uh, so many other problems, your circulation. Please give it a try. Give it a try, all right? All right, we can get another call or two in if you like. 889-5252 is the uh, telephone number. I have an open line for, like, the first time. You want to do a uh, swap and sell item? I'm up for that as well. Welcome to the program. Hi. I wanted to uh, bring up what you said a little earlier about the pardoning of the turkeys. Yes, sir. You know, I uh, want to thank you for that. It, it's something to make easy to make fun of, which I'm glad you didn't. Um, but I wanted to... It reminded me of the fact that growing up as a kid in New York City... <laughs> You had no idea what the connection was between the things you were eating and the things that were alive that were the source of what we were eating. That's no, true. You had no clue. Same with Around me. here, mm-hmm. there's farms, uh, there's possibility of more awareness. I'm not sure um, it could be better, but the pardoning of the turkeys opened my eyes when I finally listened to it. The uh, What was going on, maybe I was 12, and it occurred to me that the animals or birds that we're seeing in books and, and cartoons as something connected to what everybody wanted to eat. And that was true of in fish and chickens and you name it. So it, it at least might give, still give some kids some pause to say, oh, there's a connection between what's these, what things that are being pardoned and what everybody wants to eat today. Mm-hmm. and uh, it might affect them the rest of their lives. So I thank you for that. You're very have welcome. A nice, have a nice Thanksgiving. You too, sir. Thank you. Interesting call. Hello. Welcome. You're on the air. Good morning. Hello. 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 Yeah, I could barely. Well, it must be uh, a signal. Kind of close to the station. Sometimes it doesn't come in there. Sounds like a train is going by. Yeah, maybe something. Uh, anyway, this is J.R. calling. How are you? Hey, J.R. Good to hear from you. Yeah, well, I just heard you talking with that gentleman about smoking. I just wanted to tell you uh, what some of my beliefs are on that. Mm-hmm. I was a smoker, like you said. Most people were. It was part of what people did. Yep. Socially, and you learned it, you know, by watching your elders and so forth. Anyway, I quit smoking about 42 years ago. Occasionally, I'll have a cigar, but very rare. Mm-hmm. I don't smoke cigarettes. What I want to say, when we smoked cigarettes quite a few years ago, I started there were 20 cents a pack. Uh-huh. I used to smoke 20 stripes. When the filters came out, that'd be, uh, you'd pay 25 cents. But if you had lefties or strikes, the small ones, there would be a nickel in the pack. But the reason that I'm telling you all this is when cigarettes were very cheap, the average smoker didn't realize it. It came to me when I quit. I used to only take like two or three puffs out of that cigarette and throw it away. Oh. Believe it, the ashtray. That's what most people did and didn't realize it. They were inexpensive. Today, if you watch these people smoke, they'll go in the store and they'll leave it outside and there's hardly any cigarette left. They're smoking the worst part of the cigarette 
where all the real danger is, uh, they're just smoking it ridiculously. You can't do that. And uh, I know people that smoked well into their late 90s and never had any problems. I, they were probably physically fit, I can't tell you. Well, they had well, good genes or something, I don't know, but yeah, it's exactly. rare. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's important to realize and just watch what people are doing. They, they're smoking right down so close to the end, I don't know how they burn, they don't burn their lips. Mm-hmm. But they're what, eight, nine bucks a pack? You, you know what I'm saying? They're oh, just, sure, of course. And yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of, people ought to think about that. That's kind of why I raised the subject. Oh, all right, JR, thanks. Um, yeah, yeah. You have a great Thanksgiving. You too, buddy. Uh, it is a wonderful time of the year to share with your family and friends. Well, we I hope for the best for everybody. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye now. I was hooked on chocolate cigarettes. Remember those? <laughs> My dad was smoking real ones, and I was eating the cigarettes. Not his. Chocolate cigarettes. Mm. I never broke that habit, though. Oh, where'd the hour go? News break. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. 94.5 W233DB. To the news, you know it's our unusual lunchtime oldie break. Right now it is noon. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The five victims of a shooting at a nightclub in Colorado Springs over the weekend being mourned as police continue to investigate motive. Julie Walker reports. Sabrina Aston's 28-year-old transgender son, Daniel, worked at Club Q and was killed in the shooting. It's just a nightmare that you can't wake up from. The shooter, armed with an AR-15-style semi-automatic rifle, subdued by patrons. Investigators still determining motive, but not Aston. I'm almost positive it's a hate crime. She says lawmakers need to do more to protect the LGBTQ community. They don't hurt anybody. They're just normal folk. 25 people injured in the shooting. Police say 22-year-old Anderson Lee Aldridge is in custody and being treated for injuries. I'm Julie Walker. Also at townhall.com, railroad engineers have accepted their deal with the railroads. It will deliver 24% raises, but conductors rejected the contract. The votes threatened the health of the economy just before the holidays and cast more doubt on whether the industry will be able to resolve the labor dispute before next month's deadline without Congress's help. The nation's major shipping companies in good shape to get shoppers' packages delivered on time this holiday season. Carriers like the U.S. Postal Service, UPS, and FedEx expected to have excess capacity after struggling under the crush of holiday packages in 2020 and 2021. Several factors at play. Consumers have gotten an early start, done more shopping in stores, and moderated spending because of inflationary pressures. Stocks lower on Wall Street at the beginning of a holiday-shortened season. The Dow is off 134 points. The Nasdaq down 114. More on these stories at townhall.com. 
Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. More blackouts across Ukraine as Russia's military targets energy facilities and other crucial infrastructure. As much as 40% of Ukraine's entire energy infrastructure has been damaged, citizens are preparing for the worst winter of their lives. When the power's out, as it so often is, the high-rise apartments in Ukraine's war-torn capital feel like death traps. No lights, no water, no way to cook food, and no elevator by which to escape from the 21st floor should a Russian missile strike. President Anastasia Pyrozenko tells the AP Russian strikes are plunging the country into the Stone Age. Military living conditions have driven her and her husband from their apartment. The situation in Ukraine's capital and other major cities has deteriorated drastically following the largest missile attack yet on the country's power grid last week. I'm Charles Diladesma. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. Problems with FIFA's mobile application for World Cup match tickets cause hundreds of fans to miss the start of England's match against Iran. Fans said their tickets had disappeared from their phone apps and lines began to form outside the Khalifa International Stadium before the kickoff in Doha. A leak at a Pennsylvania gas storage well. A vent at an underground natural gas storage well in western Pennsylvania has been spewing massive amounts of methane into the atmosphere for more than 11 days, and attempts to plug the leak have thus far failed. Owner Equitrans Midstream says the well at its Rager Mountain storage facility, located in a rural area about an hour and a half east of Pittsburgh, is venting about 100 million cubic feet of natural gas per day, and if that's accurate, it would total 1.1 billion cubic feet in emissions so far, equal to the greenhouse gas emissions from burning 1,080 rail cars of coal. Rhonda Rockster report. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's time for Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break. Nobody mixes memories like Stu. Here's your musical mix master, Stu Breyer. Do I still have any level on the bay? No, 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 no. I ain't asking what to you. No, 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 no.
was that uh, Elvis gets us into the lunchtime oldie hour as we reminisce where and when we were and what we were doing when we heard these songs seems we stood and listened like this before Dion and his Belmonts Clothes you're wearing, you wore before. It's time to get some new clothes, right? Uh, Where or when? Great song by Dion and the Belmonts. Well, summer's officially over. We found that out this morning with 22 degrees. But we can remember some Wildwood days with Bobby Rydell. You'll soon be gone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
we had some great songs, didn't he? Bobby Rydelli, Stu's Lunchtime Oldie Break at WICH. Every once in a while I go into the vault and try to find something really obscure to play. This particular song I had never heard before. You may be hearing it for the first time, but seeing it sung by one of the great singers of all time, Patsy Cline, I thought we might hear it together. This is called When You Need a Laugh. To have you treat me like you do Knowing that my love is just a joke to you But I'll take it just to see you And laugh as teardrops fall So when you you treat me this way but I can't explain so what else can I say at least I'm on your mind when you're laughing somehow that breaks the fall so when you me to be around the one I love and need so desperately so even if the laugh's on me I don't mind at all so could sing any song and it would sound good no matter what the song is, huh? Never heard that one before. When you need a laugh, Patsy Cline. And then there's a, another thing, uh, which is no laughing matter, this song. I should laugh, but I cry, because your love has passed me by. You took me by surprise You didn't realize But I was waiting Time goes slowly But carries on And now the best years Have to 
Guess who at WICH? Laugh songs are not that laughable, are they? Huh? It's pretty cold out there this morning. You better bundle up. Sunny skies today in breezy conditions. Temperatures in the low 40s. It's 33 degrees. Here's another laugh song. No Brummel's from 1965. I hate to say it, but I told you so. Don't mind my preaching to you. I said, don't trust them, baby, now you know You don't learn everything there is to know in school Wouldn't believe me when I gave advice I said that he was a tease If you won't help, you better ask me now So be sincere, convince me with a pretty face Laugh, laugh, I thought I'd die It seems so funny to me I can't help feeling you found out today You thought you were too good, you had a lot of help Won't say I'm sorry for the things I've said I'm glad he packed it to go You kept on bragging he was yours instead Found you don't know everything that is to know Last life I thought I'd die It seems so funny to me Lonely, oh so lonely. 
my advice and you find out that being just another girl won't cause you misery. Don't say you can't get any boy to call. Don't be so smug or else. You'll find you can't get any boy at all. You'll wind up at the on the shelf. Last night I thought I'd die. It seems so funny to me. time all these mixing memories a little bit different some things are just not funny here's peter paul and mary
Sometimes laughing is great, and other times, eh, all right. Hey, how about this is the last laugh for this little medley. Here is uh, Burl Ives. It's just my funny way of laughing. Yes, my funny way of laughing. Your leaving didn't bother me. It's just my funny way of laughing. Yes, my funny way of laughing. I'm really happy as can be. If you see me with a great big smile At some party where the fun runs wild If tears start to flow and I fall apart Please don't think you broke my heart It's just my funny way of laughing Yes, my funny way of laughing Your leaving didn't bother me It's just my funny way Yes, my funny way of laughing I'm really happy as can be If we meet on the street And a little bit of tear rolls down my cheek Please don't think it's because I'm blue Or that I'm still in love with you It's just my funny way of laughing Yes, my Funny way of laughing, your leaving didn't bother me. It's just my funny way of laughing, yes, my funny way of laughing. I'm really happy as can be. Remember the day you left our place and how the tears rolled down my face. It wasn't because you were leaving me I was happy because you were pleasing me It's just my funny way of laughing Yes, my funny way of laughing Your leaving didn't bother me It's just my funny way of laughing Yes, my funny way of laughing I'm really happy there's Burl Ives. It's his funny way of laughing. Everybody laughs differently. Isn't it great? You know, did you ever go into a place and the comedian says something and you didn't think it was funny, but somebody in the back row is laughing hysterically and everybody starts laughing? It's Well, that was a depressing laughing medley, so I promise that I'll cheer things up in uh, just a minute or two here. Why are you looking so happy? Because I'm ready. Ready for what? Ready for anything. ACDC Industrial Electric just serviced my Generac generator. Actually, they service most other major brands. Did they have parts? Did they have parts? ACDC Industrial Electric has the largest parts department in all of Eastern Connecticut and Westerly, Rhode Island. I mean, they don't just sell you a generator? Just sell? Are you kidding? They do consultation, okay. installation, okay. upgrades, all right. repairs. I get it. Warranty work, parts. They're great, I know. 24-7 emergency service. ACDC Industrial Electric 
and Generac generators won't leave you in the dark. ACDC Industrial Electric is the area's only factory-authorized servicing dealer for Generac generators up to 1,000 kilowatts. We sell and service RV and marine generators, too, for installation, parts, and warranty for peace of mind with a Generac generator. Talk to Charlie at ACDC Industrial Electric. Call 860-866-ACDC or visit acdcindustrial.com. ACDC Industrial Electric. We won't leave you in the dark. Over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Don't give up on that grandfather clock, because Phil's can fix anything and they make house calls that's right get that uh, beautiful uh, furniture going again WICH AM and FM join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s your home for personality radio 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM Cutting your own Christmas tree is a great tradition that builds memories for the whole family. Start your family's tradition at Gear Tree Farm in Griswold. With over 100 beautiful acres of award-winning trees, you'll find the perfect one for you. The Gear family works hard all year round on their manicured fields and gravel roads to provide easy access and ensure the perfect tree cutting experience that the whole family will enjoy. Gear Tree Farm is open from 8 to 4, starting the day after Thanksgiving. The Gear family business was founded more than 60 years ago by Dave, past sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third-generation Bo. Together, they ensure your Christmas tree cutting experience is the best around. Gear Tree Farm is located at 141 Norman Road. And for your convenience, Gear Tree Farm also has fresh pre-cut trees just a mile away on Route 138. Remember, for your perfect Christmas tree, you've got to go to Gear's. Through the years, you can always count on them for the great Christmas trees. I think a lot of folks putting up the tree early this year. As the song says, we need a little Christmas right this very minute. Also, we need a little song by uh, Johnny Mathis. Always good to hear Johnny's velvet tones. So let's uh, play a tune by Johnny Mathis and... uh, Hear that wonderful voice again. Still think he has one of the greatest voices, huh? Johnny Mathis had a greatest hits album that was on the charts for over a year. I don't think that has ever been done before and may never be done again. So let's play something by Johnny Mathis and maybe uh, you have his greatest hits album, which was on the charts over a year. That's how good it is, huh? Sometimes we walk hand in hand by the sea And we breathe in the cool salty Beyond compare, then your lips cling 
play some wonderful music for you. No one kid you. How about some funk here? Somebody 
Such a wonderful word. You never hear it in a negative way, huh? Wonderful. You're a wonder and you're wonderful. You're full of wonder? All right, let's not get a little uh, out of uh, touch with what we're doing here. Eric Clapton with a nice compliment. You look wonderful tonight. She wants to start a fight. She said, well, wasn't that wonderful last night? Or All right, we won't get into that. Here is another wonderful song on Stu's Lunchtime Oldie Break, and it's done by the Drifters.
And of course, it's some kind of wonderful. All you have to do is touch my hand To show me you understand And something happens to me That's some kind of wonderful Anytime my little world seems blue I just have to look at you And everything seems to be Some kind of wonderful Stu play today on the Lunchtime Bowl. Did you just tell him that uh, he played some wonderful music? We could use the plug. How about a wonderful world? We're working on it, huh? Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took But I do know that I love you And I know that if you love me too What a wonderful world this would be Don't know much about geography Don't know much trigonometry Don't know much about algebra Don't know what a slide rule is for but I do know what it was is too And if this one could be with you What a wonderful world this would be Now I don't claim to be an A student But I'm trying to be For maybe by being an A student baby I can win your love for me Don't know much about history don't know much biology Don't know much about a science book 
That's the great Sammy Cook. Wonderful world. He wrote most of his hits. That was one of them. What a wonderful world. I hope you enjoyed our little wonderful medley, but not till we finish it out with the great Louis Armstrong. Talk about a positive disposition, huh? Here's Louis. Take a look around. That sunshine is shining. I see trees of green. See them blue for me and you, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue and clouds of white, the bright blessed day. Say goodnight And I think to myself What a wonderful world The colors of the rainbow So pretty in the sky Are also on the faces Of people going by of Louis Armstrong there with his great song. At Heights Home and Farm, we're proud of our exceptional customer service and locally tailored selection of lawn and garden, farm, feed, and pet supplies. We offer the kind of service that everyone deserves. The kind of service where we help you find what you need, check you out, carry the heavy stuff to your car, and you never have to pay for a shopping bag. If you have any questions, we'll get you the answers. That is what we're here for. Hyde's Home and Farm. We're Route 2 and 395 Cross in Norwich, helping you care for the plants and pets you love. This is Nick Kaplinson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. 
Is your bank changing names or worse, disappearing completely? We've all seen too many times, once the name changes, so does everything else. Maybe it's time for you to skip the new paperwork, fee changes, and big promises that come from a big out-of-state bank. At Dime Bank, we're welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Stu Breyer. Did you ever see starlight come rushing from the skies? Heading for home in a certain someone's eyes. Uh huh. That's my baby. Talking about my baby. And I love him. He's a walking miracle. He's a walking miracle. See sunshine pouring out of space Just a big part of the smile on someone's face Uh Uh-huh, that's my baby Talking about my baby and I love him He's a walking miracle He's a walking miracle And you should see Jerry's new flips, oh yeah When the picture be the taste on his lips, oh yeah When he is close to me Did you ever see loving That really rings a bell Kooky and crazy Like Romeo himself Uh-huh That's my baby Talking about my baby And I love him He's a walking miracle He's a walking miracle And you should see Cherry's new flips Oh yeah Did you ever see loving that really rings a bell? Kooky and crazy like a Romeo himself, Uh uh-huh. That's my baby, talking about my baby, and I love him. He's a walking miracle. He's a walking miracle. That's a group called the Essex. He's a walking miracle. There's a miracle for you. You know how many hits Barry Mandelow had? Lots of them. He may have some more, but up to this point, he's had a lot of hits. A lot of people, you know, oh, Barry Mandelow. Man, what a career he's uh, had, and uh, he's still touring, and uh, it's a miracle. Guy who started off writing uh, jingles for different sponsors. When he tried uh, getting into the act and had about a dozen hits. Would you believe where I've been? The city 
thought jello was a miracle you know who invented jello all of a sudden you know you do this and this put this little powder and then look at jello little things i think are miracles like a singing voice like this one tony williams heavenly shades of night are falling it's twilight time out of the mist your voice is calling tis twilight time My dear, at twilight time Deepening shadows gather splendor As day is done Fingers of night will soon surrender The setting sun I count the moments, darling Till you're here with me Together, at last, at twilight time That fills me with dreams untold Each day I pray for evening Just to be with you Together at last at twilight time In the afterglow of day 
CHAM 1310 Norwich and FM 94.5 W233 DB in Norwich. It's news time. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Biden has pardoned two turkeys named Chocolate and Chip in the gobble filled tradition on the South Lawn. This year marked the 75th anniversary of the pardon, officially dubbed the National Thanksgiving Turkey Presentation by the White House which is typically hosted in the Rose Garden, but this year on the South Lawn. The president will celebrate Friendsgiving with U.S. troops this evening. Ahead of Thanksgiving on Thursday, the president and first lady travel to Marine Corps Air Station Cherry Point in North Carolina. The White House says the Bidens will participate in a Friendsgiving dinner with service members and military families. Last year at this time, the first couple went to North Carolina's Fort Bragg, where they served troops in a dinner buffet line. What else corresponded Greg Cluxton? Also at townhall.com, police in Colorado Springs credit at least two customers with stopping the gunman who opened fire at a nightclub over the weekend. They say one patron grabbed a handgun from the suspect, hit him with it, and pinned him down until police arrived. Five people were killed in that shooting. NASA's Orion capsule is passed within 80 miles of the moon. The approach occurred earlier today as the crew capsule and three test dummies run the far side of the moon. NASA announcer Sandra Jones says this is different than the Apollo program when the spacecraft orbited much closer to the moon. This orbit is called distant due to the high altitude from the moon. It's about 40,000 miles past the moon in its orbit. This is actually 30,000 miles farther than the previous record set during Apollo 13 and will be the farthest in space any spacecraft built for humans will have ever flown. And it's the first time a capsule has visited the moon since the Apollo program. That was 50 years ago. More on these stories at townhall.com. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra $0.25 per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code S-A-L-E-M. Use code SALEM for an extra $0.25 per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cash back's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. A strong shallow earthquake has toppled buildings and collapsed walls on Indonesia's densely populated main island of Java. Dozens have been killed, hundreds injured. 
Correspondent Charles De La Desma with the update. As the quake hit, people rushed into the streets. Some covered in blood and wiped debris. Emergency workers have been treating the injured on stretchers outside main hospitals, on terraces and in parking lots. The magnitude 5.6 quake shook the region in West Java province late Monday afternoon at a depth of 6.2 miles. Several landslides have been reported and dozens of buildings damaged. The nation's National Disaster Mitigation Agency says information is still being collected about the extent of casualties and damage. I'm Charles Duladesma. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. Two stars of the reality TV show Chris Lido's Best are facing possible prison time for bank fraud. They'll be appearing in federal court this week. Correspondent Donna Warder has the latest. Prosecutors say Todd and Julie Chrisley secured more than $30 million in fraudulent loans and then declared bankruptcy. Prosecutors say while in bankruptcy, the Chrisleys began making millions from their TV reality show, flaunting their lavish lifestyle while hiding the money from the IRS to avoid tax payments. The Chrisleys were convicted in June on federal charges. A sentencing hearing begins today in federal court in Atlanta. Prosecutors say that based on sentencing guidelines, the upper end of what Todd Chrisley could face is nearly 22 years, and for Julie Chrisley, about 12 years. I'm Donna Warder. More on these stories at townhall.com. Yeah, that's reality, huh? Amazing stories. Never enough money for those folks, huh? Amazing. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Welcome to Thanksgiving week. It's our anything goes portion of the program, which means we uh, can do anything. We can tell jokes, we can get serious, we can get lighthearted. We can talk about some nostalgia with Thanksgiving, all kinds of things. Welcome to the program. Hello. You're on Hello, the... Father Stu. Hey, Boston Benny. What's up? Well, it's it's a nice day. That's a good thing. Yeah, I got to get out there. Mm. But I was listening to you talk this morning with your guest mm-hmm. and about lung cancer and yes, smoke and so forth. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to what happens with, you know, lung cancer and particularly smoking because a lot of people used to smoke. They still do with we have relatives who smoke, people oh my goodness, yeah. impacted by smoking. But you said something that struck a chord with me and what it was is you said you tried to smoke but you couldn't inhale. No, I never inhaled it. Why? I don't know. It just, uh, I couldn't get the knack of it, and I was probably lucky. Yeah. I didn't really like it to begin with, but... um, Probably didn't agree with you. You could... But the way you said it made me think of what other person that I I know 
that that said, have been said saying the same thing. I know Bill Clinton said it with marijuana. Yeah, but what you said was something that I've been saying to people. Mm-hmm. I I said I, I was, you know what? I don't know what situations I've been in pertaining to health, but I would say, you know, I I tried to smoke. I can remember, you know, having cigarettes with my, my brothers and so forth, and. I said, you know, I, I just can't inhale the stuff. I was coughing and so forth. I said, hey, that's it. I'm not yeah. going to try it anymore. That's a good indication that something's not right, huh? Yeah, I was I was blessed in that regard, and so were you. And yeah. Probably who knows how many others they weren't able to inhale. I so think that's, I was... my, that's my thought today, and you're doing a great job when you bring on people to talk about health issues. Oh, well, absolutely. We try to get more. A lot of them, of course, work during the day, but, uh, yeah, we try to get as many as we can. And uh, so, so, Are you working on Thanksgiving? Uh, no. No. I didn't think so. It almost sounded like you you were, but uh, that's gonna, good. You probably have something else on. Like we're going to, you know, we're going to have some good memories that we'll play so uh, people would... If they want, while they're preparing things, they can listen to some of their great old songs. Okay, well, I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Take care of yourself. Are you cooking, Benny? No, I'm not cooking. You're not cooking. All right. But you know, one of these days, one of these days I am going to take a, a, a stab at trying to cook a turkey. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I have to... Uh, an idea of how I want to do it, too. I want to do it a little different. I want to have it all prepared, put it in the stove, and then turn the stove <laughs> on. I'll stir I want to kind of like, I don't know, I have to look, look it up and see if I can deep fry a turkey. <laughs> Some people do that. No, absolutely. They say yeah, it's I great. heard about it. You know, yeah. they, they do it in different parts of the country. Yeah. Okay, well, so Enjoy. Thank you. All right. Deep fried turkey. Yep, people say it's really good. It's not my thing. Do you deep fry your turkey? What do you do with your turkey? Maybe you're not having turkey. It's not against the law if you don't want turkey. Really, you can have something else. But it's the law. You know, somebody knock on the door. Are you eating turkey? No, you don't have to eat turkey. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Well, hi, Stu. Hi there. I could give you a couple turkey tips. Turkey tips from Susie. Yeah. You, have you ever seen the Reynolds baking bags? Yes. Okay. For anybody that does not want to make a mess, you shove the turkey in it with all the whatever that bag tells you, know, the box tells you to do. That is the simplest way to make a turkey, no matter what size especially for men, first time around. And um, the, the, like, ShopRite, Stop and Shop, any of the big grocery stores that have those ready-made turkey meals, they are excellent. Because mm. I'll tell you a little, you know, they got the turkey and the mashed potatoes, yeah, you name like it, that. pie like rolls, yeah. all in one, <clears throat> and the turkey's already made, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And... You know, Mr. Tongren of Norwich Shoe Store fame, Tongren Shoe Store, right? Sure. 
Um, and of course, I always said when I was a little kid, he was my Sunday school teacher here in town. Well, later on, when my husband was in Afghanistan, Mr. Tongren invited me and my son over there for dinner, and he had some other people from the church and everything, and it was really neat. I mean, here you got, you know, this person, he was your Sunday school teacher, now he, he's giving you a meal, and he got the stop and shop already made meal, and then he warmed it up. I, I believe his wife, Margaret, was already passed, and um, and we all had Thanksgiving over there, and, and it, that was just so cool. And you know what? He lived to be 101. I came across his little obituary that I cut out and put in one of my Bibles. He was born in 1916, and he kept his faculties, stood up straight. He could even wear his Marine uniform, come into church, play a harmonica. I mean, he was so cool. And he, he was like, you know, just really, really neat. And so I, I just like I remember that. I bought a lot of shoes from him. I, I won shoes from him. If his wife was a Sunday school teacher, he was. If you finished your little booklet in Sunday school and you got all your answers right, which I did, because I was very studious. I never talked, believe it or not. I listened. Never talked? Yeah. Yeah, hard to believe now, right? <laughs> well, you didn't drink coffee then, of course. Well, mm. no. Okay. But I got plenty of fresh air chasing cows. Well, anyhow, mm -hmm. you finish your booklet, get all the right answers, you could go over and get a free pair of shoes from Mr. Tongren. How sweet is that? And I got a pair, and um, my brother got a pair. Yeah? You know, the, it, it's really... was. I have so many fun memories growing up out in the country, because this was country one. He must have really liked you, had you over for dinner. Well, <clears throat> you know, we always, um, yeah, well, you know what's funny? When I did go out there, he said, hey, you know what, I want to give you something. He gave me a whole little candy box of little school pictures. My, you know, like, like first, second, third grade, you know, all the way up that I had given to the Tongrens, you know, when you got your school pictures, he gave them back to me. He kept them all those years. Wow, that's wonderful. That's nice. Yeah, and so he is really a neat person. Very, very neat. Uh, I respect, you know, people that, you know, like him. Very, very nice. So, And he was a veteran, too. Veteran of Iwo Jima. Mm -hmm. So that was really neat to hear his stories. Wow. Well, that's a good tur uh, Thanksgiving memory. Appreciate that, Susan. Okay. All right. Well, I could tell you more, but those are a couple that came to my okay. mind. Okay. Give us some more tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Bye bye. Thanks. Hello. Welcome to the program. Well, welcome me. Okay. So here's a, a late question. Um, you played Barry Manilow on your lunchtime oldies. And I'd like to know how many of those listeners out there know that he um, did the American Bandstand theme song. I don't know, but I, I did know that, that he wrote uh, the theme song to American Bandstand. It was great. I did as well, but I didn't for a long, long time. And I thought, well, that, that's neat, because it you know, didn't sound like him, because you're listening to Mandy and all the other songs that he sang, and then mm. I'm like, yeah, so let's let's hear it from these people out here. I bet you, I bet you Joey knows. Joey knows everything. 
<laughs> I used to have that somewhere, and uh, maybe I'll find it and play it. Oh, that'd be great. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, have a happy Thanksgiving. You and too. um uh, to you and your nose, I hope you feel better. <laughs> Me and my nose. That's good. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You're the song, Me and My Shadow. That's Me and My Nose. Welcome to the program. Hey, Joe. Hi. Um, well, I got my flu shot done today. I encourage anyone to get it if they haven't good. had it yet. Get um, that over with. Yep. Yeah. I had two choices. I could either go to Walmart or I could go to the primary care. So I went to Walmart. And give you a little form to fill out, and it's no longer sets. It says sets assigned at birth. So I just I, I just I just drew an arrow to it and and wrote this is a stupid question, and I didn't respond to it. What did they want to know? They want to know the sets assigned at birth. Oh God! No, so, uh, the implication me. is that the uh, oh, yeah, doctor is just making his best guess, but he really doesn't know. Okay. So, uh, Amazing. I think it's I think it's important to like push back. The employees really have nothing to do with this policy, but make a nice gentle comment about how that's an idiotic question because they're imposing a lie on us. Well, that's that bizarre. Doc- the doctors they're, they're actually insulting the doctors too. Like the doctors didn't know. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they see with their own eyes. So they're just assigning you something based on their best educated guess and hopefully that they're right. We'll just put down what's on your birth certificate, that's all. What they should say, if they really want to be um, in line with any 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 of these new, newfound rules or newfound expectations, is <clears throat> set observed at birth. Because that's the more accurate way to say it. Oh, okay. The that... doctor observed your sets. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you can claim... Falsely, in my view and in the view of probably everybody until about five minutes ago, but you could claim, oh, the observation was incorrect. But at least the implication is that the doctor is not just making a guess. It was, it was an observation. Well, I'm surprised it got to that point already, but it's, there it is. It's, it's going to get crazier if there's no pushback. It, mm-hmm. I think it's a consequence of the country losing its soul, and there's the majority of the culture doesn't believe in God, and they believe in the self. And when you're trying to fulfill the, the self, you know, the, the person's desire, it, it leads to stuff like, like this nonsense or with anything else that relates that, that has to do with the sexual gratification. They think that they're progressing, but if you're familiar with church history, you know that the early church was founded in a pagan culture where this stuff was, was rampant. You know, it happened with the Greeks, it happened with the Romans. Seems like it's, gonna, it's happening to us right now. Well, nobody asked Just, me... Uh, put it out there. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Nobody asked me when I got my flu shot, you know. But maybe they're doing that now. WICH, welcome. You're on the air. You both misunderstood why that was worded like that. Okay, explain it to me. Because it's not that they're saying the doctor was wrong or that. The pharmacist needs to know that because say it's a transgender person, they were born a woman, but they are presenting as a man. Mm -hmm. Well, women, if they're still biologically a woman, but they're presenting as a man, the pharmacist isn't going to realize that. And women have much more health issues than men that have to be considered with certain drugs and certain vaccines 
So it's for the pharmacist benefit. It's not a well, sexual issue. It's a medical issue. So he should be asking, what, what, what's on your birth certificate then, shouldn't he? Well, the same thing. What gender you were assigned at birth, because if you were born a woman... Oh, I see what but, you mean, yeah. Yeah, say you were born a woman. That's the, the, the gender you were assigned at birth. But if you're dressed like a man and you're presenting as a man, if you're transgender, female to male, you're biologically, unless you've had all the, oper- well, even with the operation, some of it is still biologically, presenting as a woman. There's, and also you may have had hormonal treatments, and they need to know that as well, because all of these things factor into medications, into vaccines, um, and I would assume it's probably the other way as well. That would be well, that would be the doctor's uh, role, wouldn't it? Not the pharmacist. You're getting your flu shot at, usually at a pharmacy. Not always, but the majority of them now are at pharmacies. Mm-hmm. So any type of vaccine, flu shot, medicine, you're picking up your medicines at pharmacies. How many times has a pharmacist caught an error that this drug doesn't go with this drug that your doctor missed? Many times. Do you think you really that. think that's the reason they're doing it? Yes, what? I mean, who cares? Why else would they care, Stip? It makes no sense. Well, so, they care. Yes, it's I called think it's wokeism. A medical thing, because they could be liable. It's called wokeism. They don't, everybody's walking on eggs everywhere. No, I don't think. Well, for, for example, say a female was dressed as a male, mm-hmm. but they could still get pregnant. Yeah. Well, what if they gave something that could eat, kill the woman or the baby? Because they thought it was a guy. All right. Well, you were talking about vaccines now, because other than that, the doctor would give the prescription. Right? No. The doctor writes the prescription. Writes the prescription. The pharmacist hands out the prescription. Right. They're both equally as liable. Well, the doctor is the one that would know, shouldn't they? Yeah, hopefully. But, you know, I'm just saying, the pharmacist probably needs to know, too, to cover their liability legally, is my guess. I'm guessing it's a medical slash law well, issue. It's an interesting See, concept. I don't know if that's the reason they're doing that. but I can't uh, imagine what other reason they would need I to can't know. can't imagine. Well, that's what it is these days. You know, what are you? What are, you know, it's, but, um, it's you know, very It always said male, female before, and now it's just saying at birth, because if 10% of the population, you know, is maybe presenting as something else, they need to know because medically it can can matter. All right, I will ponder that, my friend. Okay. Thank Bye-bye. you. Hi, welcome to the program. You're on the air. Um, hi, Stu. Hi. I like hearing from that uh, that last woman. She has a mm-hmm. quivery voice. A lecturer, and um, I wanted to, uh, I I thought of something I missed. Um, earlier when I called the first hour and Susan was talking about uh, just the Indians and the natives and whatnot. Um, and if you notice there's a lot of streets and cities, towns whatever they're all of a Indian tribe mm-hmm. um, so I was thinking I remember the uh, Indian head nickel. Wasn't it an Indian head penny, wasn't it? Huh? Wasn't it an Indian head penny? No. I think it was on a nickel. Okay, well, inflation. Well, I don't know, but I... You know, I'm looking at a nickel that I pulled out of my change, Mm -hmm. 
and I don't know who this person is, but, um, and it doesn't say who he is, but he looks like Sonny Bono. Oh, my God. Sonny Bono made the nickel? <laughs> well, I, I don't know who this person is. I got changed, babe. I don't know. It's the hair. It's kind of short on mm. top and long on the sides. And I don't know who that is. Oh, I like Sonny, but I don't knows. think he made the change list. No, I just... Uh... <laughs> That's it. Okay. Very interesting. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Sonny Bono on the nickel. I'll have to check all that. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning, good afternoon. Hello? Did all yeah. I get a... Hello, you there? Yeah, I'm just going to be real quick. Okay. So, uh, words matter, and the reason why the common terminology is assigned and not observed is for the benefit of the patient, not for the doctor. Just think about the language. Uh, I know you have a rule, so i got to go. Okay. So what do you think? Is that why they are asking, uh, you know, what, what your uh, sex is? Or I just think we're getting way carried away. That's just me. You can disagree if you like, which is okay too. Let's take a little break. Eight eight nine five two five two, and we'll talk to you if you like. Why are you looking so happy? Because I'm ready. Ready for what? Ready for anything. ACDC Industrial Electric just serviced my Generac generator. Actually, they serviced most other major brands. Did they have parts? Did they have parts? ACDC Industrial Electric has the largest parts department in all of eastern Connecticut and westerly Rhode Island. I mean, they don't just sell you a generator? Just sell? Are you kidding? They do consultation. Okay. Installation. Okay. Upgrade. All right. Repairs. I get it. Warranty work. Parts. They're great. I know. 24-7 emergency service. ACDC Industrial Electric and Generac generators won't leave you in the dark. ACDC Industrial Electric is the area's only factory authorized servicing dealer for Generac generators up to 1,000 kilowatts. We sell and service RV and marine generators too for installation, parts, and warranty for peace of mind with a Generac generator. Talk to Charlie at ACDC Industrial Electric. Call 860-866-ACDC or visit acdcindustrial.com. ACDC Industrial Electric. We won't leave you in the dark. Another Connecticut bank is being acquired by a large out-of-state institution. How much does your bank value you if they're selling your account again? This is Nick Kaplinson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. If your bank has proved once more that shareholders and profits come first, maybe it's time to let them know you've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. It's absolutely astounding what they want to do with words. They don't want to use mom and dad anymore. They, they have to say they, and uh, it's just so too much. I think people have had it. It's really gone overboard, and it really doesn't help anything. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Well, that cute lady that thought that that was Sonny Bono on the nickel, then I was curious, going through my change... And um, I'm sure we all know that Thomas Jefferson is on the nickel. Sonny and Thomas Jefferson. I never got them confused for some reason. It's not Sonny Bono. It's Thomas Jefferson. I actually have a 2022 that I'm looking at right now. And um, he was on the 2022. Uh, then I have another one that's, I don't even know, 2005. He looks uh, completely different on the 2022 than he does on, what's this one I have? I can't read it. Uh, my goodness. 
Oh, I don't even know what it is. But, yeah, he looks completely different. So she's looking through her nickel. Tell her to look at all the different years because his face has changed quite quite a bit. It's changed, Maybe yeah. As, they, he, as he matured, because uh, <clears throat> he's certainly not alive in 2022. But um, So he never sang with Cher. <laughs> so, that was the cutest thing I ever heard. Johnny Bone is on the nickel. I'm not making fun of her. I no, it's maybe it looks cute. like it. I've got to check it out. But we didn't. When we said Indian had, uh, it was Indian had pennies, not nickels, wasn't it? No? no, it was a nickel. I'm not. That's why I went in my little change. Well, it was I'm a nickel. For it. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see. Now the court is a whole different thing because they've got the the states on the back. Um, they have like I'm looking at one in 2020, and it is a bat on this one. Um, it's, it's quarters, you know, how they had the, um, the states and things on the back. We'll have so, to look um, in my piggy bank tonight and see what, uh, what's going on. I have a, a 32-ounce mason jar on my counter, and we put all our spare change, and when it's full, we get about $70. So um, Yeah, I try to do that, too. It, it really works. I mean, thank God I don't smoke anymore. That was cigarette money back in the day when it was 2 bucks and change. So um, when I went up to $3, at least I was 37 and smart enough to quit. Oh. And, um, but anyway, so yes, let's all look through our nickels and see who's who's who. Okay, there's no Elvis nickels or anything, no. No, I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking. I'll let you know, but I don't think so. <laughs> all right, thank you for that. Bye. You're welcome. I got change, babe. Interesting stuff, huh? It's pretty cold out there this morning. You better bundle up. Sunny skies today in breezy conditions. Temperatures in the low 40s. Tonight, mostly clear and cold. Overnight, low 26. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. Temperatures 48 inland, 50 for the shoreline. So a little bit of moderation. And then Wednesday, mostly to partly sunny. Milder highs in the low 50s. Thursday for Thanksgiving, partly sunny. Highs in the low 50s. And then for Black Friday, increasing cloudiness. Rain becoming likely during the day. Temperatures will be in the low to mid 50s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist. Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Monday. So, Black Friday, you're going to get up at 3 in the morning? Hmm? I guess people do that. Some they just line up for the big deals. It's kind of interesting. No, that, that was not for me. Not for me. I know there's some really great savings. Last week, we played a comedian by the name of Yakov Smirnov. Here's a little bit of one of his acts about parents. This guy's from Russia. He's a stand-up comedian in this country. My, uh, uh, when I was invited to perform at the White House, uh, by mistake, they called my dad. My dad does not speak good English. So he called my wife, very upset. And he says to her, somebody called from Washington, then they want uh, Yakov to go there and perform in front of the bushes. He said, tell him that that will get him arrested. <laughs> but you see, my parents came to America in their 60s. And um, in Russia, uh, retirement age is 65, and average lifespan is 62. <laughs> so when they came here, they really did not know what they're going to be doing in America. So I'm very happy that now they got a job. They're actually managing an apartment building. And my mom is very good at this. I mean, she's uh, in charge uh, collecting rent money. And she came up with a great idea. She gives candy bars to children of tenants.
when they bring rent check. So now those children bug their parents <laughs> for rent money. <laughs> Some months, my mom receives two, three checks from each apartment. <laughs> Another thing, my dad is a maintenance man, and he uh, feels that maintenance man needs to have a walkie-talkie. So he didn't want to spend much money. He bought one of those baby crib monitors. <laughs> and I gave him some of those nice walkie-talkies. I felt it was his dream. Why not have him? And he has nobody to talk to. <laughs> My mom hates those things. My dad walks around all day going, Clara? Clara, come in. Roger. And my mom yells out the window, what, what do you want? And who is Roger? He's a funny guy, we'll have some more of him coming up. You're on the air, welcome. Yeah, good afternoon, Sue. Um, I thought I'd save you a trip today. I live right up the road from one of the Flemings. They do not have the, um, uh, yeah, honeycomb. Oh, thank she, you. She was kind enough to call the one down in is it Stonington, and they don't have it either. Oh. Oh. Well, you did yeah. save me a trip. Thank you so much for that. Oh, you're very welcome, and you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I wonder if they ever have honeycombs in there. No, she, you know, <laughs> she was surprised to hear that. Well, I'll go back to the health food stores and see if they got them in. There you go. Do you go to the one in Westerly? Yeah, there's one in, there's a, is there one in Stonington still? I'm not sure. Hmm. I don't get down that way. Okay. Um, but I know there's a really good one in Westerly, or Wise Natural, and they probably have it. I'll have to check with them. All right. Thank you so much for that, because I was heading oh, there after sir. work. Appreci you take care. You too. I've got the same thing you do, so I was looking for the honeycomb. How long have you well. had? How long have you had this thing? Oh gosh, I think since late spring. It's awful. It is. I talk and I cough. Every day I wake up and I say maybe it's going to be gone today, and then whoops. And it's not. It's still there bugging you. You know, the doctor, you know, he's taking x-rays. He says it's not pneumonia, and he acts like it's got to run its course. But it's running very slowly. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I hope the snow, I don't hope the snow kills it because I don't want snow. Well, but uh, okay. I do hope that it goes pretty quick. It is tiring. Well, your voice sounds good today. You're in good shape. Yeah, for now. All okay, right. thank, thank you. you. Thank you. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. What a thoughtful bunch we have out there, huh? You guys are great, or as Jackie Gleason would say, you're the greatest. Plenty of time for your calls, 889-5252. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Stu. Hi, Larry. What's up? You remember a couple of months ago, the, um, the uh, famous liar, he uh, said he had the uh, railroad uh, uh, people and the contract uh, all done, and they weren't going on strike. Um, who are you referring to? The railroad. 
company uh-huh. in the United States. Yeah. You don't remember that big deal? And Oh, yeah. I remember that. Sure. I thought it was yeah. a particular person. Well, he, he person. never straightened yeah. it out. There, um, that was a temporary uh, 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 thing to get them through December 5th. And mm-hmm. if they don't get what they want, uh, they're going out on December 5th, which could cost the uh, United States economy $2 billion a day. Well, then they're probably going to come up with something. So, you think the economy's bad now? Just wait to see what happens if they go on strike. Um, right. So, but he lied to us again, uh, and, and you know why he lied, right? To get us through the election, oh, the midterm election. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, there's yeah to lie about something like this, mm-hmm. and it's not the, apparently it's not the pay that they're uh, uh, complaining about. They got twenty four percent pay raise over the next three or four years. I don't know what, what, what one of the two, but. Uh, it's time off. Oh, time off. They... Yeah, they want time off. Apparently, well, they only give them three days to see their uh, doctors or whatever, and they want that's three days a year. They want a lot more time than that off. Just three days a year? You mean the sick sick time or vacation? Yeah. yeah, three days a year to see their doctors. Well, that's, um, you know, usually it's a little more than that. They have so, regular vacations, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, uh, uh, more, more deceit uh, to, to the American people um, on, on an important issue like this. And um, I, I, I just think it's deplorable. I really do. And this, uh, this, other, this thing with the, the money, all this billions of dollars disappear now, more corruption with money. Mm-hmm. You can't have $2 billion just disappear. That's totally impossible. Yeah. So somebody stole the money, and it's somewhere else in the bank's offshore where it can't be located or whatever, and then when everything calms down, the money will come out slowly but surely to the people who corrupt, uh, corrupt uh, took it, didn't pay any taxes on it, and so forth. This is unreal how these people get away with this kind of stuff uh, well, day after day after day. Maybe they won't this time, but this is the big could be the biggest scam ever. Yeah. So... It just continues and uh, doesn't get any better. The, 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 the ones with the money, they just keep making more money because enough is, uh, and, and the power gets them to do whatever they want because they figure if they get caught, they're not going to jail anyways, especially if they're a Democrat. So. Well, we'll see what happens this time. Yep. Okay, Stu, thank thanks, you. Thanks, Larry. Oh, boy, if you really get into the weeds of uh, what's going on politically, but... Uh, just makes you want to eat chocolate all the time. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Celebrating 35 years, the Norwich Arts Center is a vital part of downtown Norwich at 62 Broadway near City Hall. There's no place like NAC for the holidays. Mark your calendar for first Friday, December 2nd. The Small Treasures Fine Art and Craft Show opens at NAC Gallery. Enjoy refreshments and shop for one-of-a-kind gifts. Coming December 9th through the 11th and 16th through 18th, our holiday show. The Emperor's New Clothes, children 10 and under, admitted free. For more information about these great events, visit NorwichArts.org. NAC is supported by an ARPA grant from the Cultural Coalition. Hey, it's above freezing. It's 36 degrees at WICH. Good afternoon to you. Oh, good afternoon again, Stu. Hi. Guess what? I mean, I just heard that lady tell you, I can't believe, I thought that that's, those stores had the both um, honey and honeycomb. I really thought they both they well, had both products <clears throat> until that lady told you no, they don't. 
Well, maybe they have it for horses. I don't know. I don't know. I thought for sure I had... Well, that's know, okay. Maybe I was wrong, but I thought they had both uh, in there. I appreciate you thing, thinking of me, though. Thank, thanks. Good, but, thing you, good thing you know about... I got it at the farmer's market when I got it this year. You know, the Stonington Farmer's Market has the honey person there. Oh, they do. The honeycombs, really. Yeah, honeycombs at the... Whoever sells honey at the farmer's market also has honeycomb. Okay, is that still going on, or is that over now? Yeah, that's going on inside now. Okay. On Saturday. Saturdays. Saturday, and where is that located? I think it's over at the Velvet Mill. Oh, the Velvet Mill, okay. Yeah, it's inside the... It's outside in the, after, the summer, and it's inside in the winter, so... I think after November, like just about a week or two ago, I think they probably went indoors oh, finally. Yeah, I'm sure they did now. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll uh, I'll look for that definitely. So that's um, from ten to ten. I think ten to one is their winter hours. Mm-hmm. Nine to twelve in the summer and ten to one in the winter, inside. So um, the lady that does the brings the honey to that place um, does have honeycomb. Okay. Well, I'm. Hope to find it before then, but if not, I will go there on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I hope so. I hope somebody has it for you because it's really, it's, it's kind of, it, it works. It does work. Well, I've heard so much about it now. I'm really anxious to get it. Now you're interested really over, yeah, I hope so, too. I'm sure somebody, you said, what health store were you going to go to if you did? Well, I think there was one in, uh, isn't there one in Mystic? Um uh, I don't know. Yeah, there used to be one in Mystic, um, on the way into Mystic. Uh, um, I forget what they were called. Organics and more? I don't know what they were called. Yeah, a lot of them aren't Once around anymore, yeah. Yeah. And do you know there's a few stations already that are playing Christmas music? Oh, absolutely. I can't believe it. I and mean, this is a little too early, I think. Yeah, it's, it's wait till December anyway, huh? Yeah, know. a little bit, a couple more weeks from now. I mean, this is... Um, Three stations uh, that are sometimes yeah, I listened know. to, too, I know that's that. already, already bombarded with that. Mm-mm-mm. So you <laughs> think it's too soon? I think it's too soon, but... Um, Good. Okay, it is too soon. All right. Thanks very but much. I'll let you go. I'll take care, okay? You too. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Oh, Christmas music. Well, it's nice Christmas music, but is it too soon? We'll hear Jingle Bell Rock 4,000 times, but... I know a lot of people will be putting up the tree maybe this weekend after Thanksgiving, and uh, you'll hear uh, some Christmas music, probably. We'll be starting very soon on WICHAM and FM. Bing Crosby is waiting on the on-deck circle. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. All right, here's another little bit by Yakov Smirnov, the uh, Russian comedian. Well, another gift that I happen to have, I see ironic things about this society on a consistent basis. So we put together a segment of the show that features those idiosyncrasies, and this segment we call Only in America. 
Only in America would the scientists create a pill that will help men to say yep. <laughs> now we just need a pill that will help President Clinton say nope. <laughs> Only in America can pizza get to your house faster than the ambulance can. <laughs> Only in America uh, can you see people eat double cheeseburger, chicken McNuggets, extra large fry, and then order a Diet Coke. <laughs> Only in America can newlyweds tie tin cans to their car with a string. In Arkansas, it's called owning a cellular phone. <laughs> Only in America do banks keep the vault door open and chain down a pin. <laughs> Only in America do people keep cars for thousands of dollars on the driveway and boxes of useless junk in the garage. <laughs> Only in America can you buy fried pork rinds right next door to the liposuction clinic. <laughs> Only in America can there be handicapped parking outside a skating ring. <laughs> Only in America can you call Psychic Hotline and they ask you, Visa or MasterCard. <laughs> it's a Psychic Hotline. If they don't know, hang up. <laughs> Only in America do people put locks and gates on their homes to protect themselves and on the weekend they go camping. <laughs> and sleep in a tent protected just by a zipper. Only in America, people have indoor bathrooms, but to make them smell good, you have to spray them with an outdoor scent. <laughs> Only in America, the people have answering machines so they can screen their calls, and then call waiting so they're sure not to miss the phone call from somebody they don't want to talk to in the first place. <laughs> Only in America, do they sell hot dogs in a pack of 10, and hot dog buns, you have looked at it that way, ah. Huh? <laughs> Only in America do women put on makeup, wear false eyelashes, get facelift, liposuction, tummy tuck, and then tell the guy who hits on them, get real. <laughs> Only in America do they now have special bras that are filled with water to make women look bigger on top. It brings the whole new meaning to a phrase, my cop runneth over. <laughs> Only in America would John Wayne Bobbitt become a minister. <laughs> he is now marrying people in Las Vegas. Can you imagine being married by John Wayne Bobbitt? Isn't it like getting a flu shot from Dr. Kavorkian? <laughs> Only in America can you go to church and you hear, stand up for Jesus. And then you go to a ball game and you hear, for Christ's sake, sit down. <laughs> Only in America can Bill Clinton build a bridge into a 21st century. I think it's going to be a toll bridge and we're all going to pay. <laughs>
much, ladies and gentlemen. Yakov Smirnov. Smirnov, he's from Russia. Is that where they make the vodka? Hmm? Very big in I was in, I can't believe I was in Russia. I don't can't believe it. Stu was in Russia? How did that happen? It was part of a trip to all kinds of different places, and now I look back, really? I was there? I was not impressed, by the way. People didn't seem very happy when uh, I went to... Maybe it's because they didn't want to see me, but they didn't seem very happy in Russia. And uh, it was a cold and... I don't know, some people were friendly, but the others that worked for the government... uh, (laughs) Looking you over, huh? Okay. Open forum for this portion of our program. If you'd like to... uh, Check in on any subject. You're welcome to do so at 889-5252. I wonder if there's still people that are going to Russia these days. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. I'm calling about, uh, you're looking for um, honeycomb. Yes. Okay, I uh, I found a new apiary called Adam's Apiary, and he's in Lisbon, him and his wife, on Route 169. Mm-hmm. And um, I have his number. You call him and uh, leave a message and let him know what you want. He'll get back to you. Um, But uh, he has a very good supply of um, honey. Uh, He even has some, uh, he mixed some spices with some, and we put it on chicken. It was fabulous. But um, let me give you his number. Sure, that'd be great. Mm -hmm. It's 860-861-1411. 861-1411? Correct. So is it easy to find? Is it on a main road? Yes, it's right on Route 169. Like when you leave Taffel, you go over the Lisbon Bridge, and you continue on up 169. Yep. It's probably, oh, maybe five miles, I would say, after the uh, uh, that, that bridge that you go over near Taffel. Yeah, okay, I think I know that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's up near Kimball Road. <clears throat> so he... Uh... He pretty much sells it regularly, huh? Yes, he does. And we we found it one day when we were driving. Uh, he had a setup outside his driveway under a little tent, and mm-hmm. he had some of his product there, and I grabbed his card. and So he's my new apiary. I go to him now. It's very good honey. Um, but the honeycomb he says he has also. So, again, leave a call his number mm-hmm. uh, and leave a message, and I'm sure he'll get back to you. Thank you so much for that. You're very welcome. I hope you uh, get better, and um, honey's very good for you, so uh, get some and get well. I'm going to try everything. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. I'm nasally, eh? Maybe if I talk in an English accent, it won't sound so nasally. I say, anyway, I'm from Britain, and I have a... No, doesn't work. I still sound nasally. Nasally, that's an odd word. So, how you doing with this cold weather, huh? Global cooling. Got to do something about that. Hopefully. It's amazing the expressions through the years we've had. Daddy-o was a very uh, popular expression. You're a cool daddy-o. It was hip, kind of like what the hippies uh, used in those days. I don't think they were called hippies, but uh, they used the term daddy-o. 
I like to play this occasionally because it's fun and it was during the Daddy O period. Daddy O. Daddy O. Sure good looking Daddy O. Daddy O. Always cooking Daddy O. Daddy O. Ready to go. All the girls are batty over Daddy O. You couldn't call him handsome, but he's loaded with style. Always wears a t shirt and a great big smile. There's something about this crazy kid we all love so. When he's around, the girls will holler Daddy O. Daddy O. Daddy O. To all the kids in school Everybody know that Daddy-O's real cool Daddy-O Daddy-O Sure good-looking Daddy-O Daddy-O Always cooking Daddy-O Daddy-O Ready to go All the girls are batty over Daddy-O The girls will start to jive and when they hear him blow, they all jump and holler, here comes Daddy-O, 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 sure good-looking Daddy-O, Daddy-O, always cooking Daddy-O, Daddy-O, ready to go, all the girls are batty over Daddy-O, all the girls are batty over Daddy-O. That's from the Beatnik era. That's where they were Beatniks who turned into hippies, which you know, they were very kind of close. They kind of doing their own thing. Problem is, everybody was doing their own thing, so it turned out they weren't doing their own thing. They were doing everybody else's thing. It's amazing, isn't it? It's like when the long hair started. Well, I'm going long hair, and then everybody did. Oh, okay. Interesting. We are interesting humans, aren't we? But fun. Seven minutes till two. Seven minutes till two at WICH AM and FM. Stu Breyer with you. And uh, we're here till two o'clock. And then, of course, we will usher you in with the Jim Fayla Show. That little African beat there was going on pretty good. Hmm. See if we can get it back. No, it's gone. Unfortunately, it was called the African beat, and it was done by Bert Kempert. But it was a little one of those uh, what we call cutoff songs. But maybe we can get it back for you. The African beat by Bert Kempert. We only have a few more minutes. Five minutes before two at WICH. Hope you have a great day today and get plenty of uh, green lights and blue skies. 
We certainly have a lot of sunshine, so that's a good thing. So let's close out with uh, something pleasant. For those of you who remember uh, Les Paul and Mary Ford and a little hill called Mockingbird Hill. When the sun in the morning peeps over the hill And kisses the roses round my windowsill Then my heart fills with gladness When I hear the trill of the birds in the treetops on Mockingbird Hill Tra-la-la, tweedle-dee-dee the morning to the mockingbird's trill. Tra-la-la, twiddity-dee, there's peace and goodwill. You're welcome as the flowers on the mockingbird hill. Survey all my kingdom while everything's still. Only me and the sky and an old whippoorwill singing songs in the twilight on Mockingbird Hill. Tra la la, dee it gives me a thrill to wake up in the morning to the mockingbird's trill. Tra la la, dee there's peace and goodwill. You're welcome as the flowers on the Mockingbird. It was a couple that made beautiful music together and then she wanted less Paul and left. Okay, here's the African beat, take two. I always eat the local specialty because I'm a pig. (laughs) I did this... Thank you. 
Enjoy the sunshine. I guess your winter coat should be uh, wearing that today, too. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich, 94.5 W233D 